But at least we know that it was Brady and not Belichick. We got that. That's, we, that's... not. I hate you so much. I do. I really do. I want. I wish I edited the podcast. Hello, bathrobes. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. I am a bathrobed Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hey, Katie. She's Christina. Hello. Hi. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Tina, and Trevor. This is Danny from New Haven. Uh, love you. Mean it. Calling because now that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers are dating, I am in a just incredibly intense fight with my friend over who of them is more famous. We have each texted everyone we know to see who it is that is most famous. And the poll so far is very even. But every person who we talk to is very convinced that whoever they think is more famous, that the other person is not at all famous. And so we are very confused and would love your guidance. Thank you. This is my favorite voicemail, I think, ever. Uh, I love you and I mean it. That voicemail is exactly the type of stuff I'm looking for on this podcast. This happens all the time in friendships. There's some sort of a debate. You start to crowdsource it. Travis, stop Googling Shailene Woodley right now. You try to to crowdsource it, and then everyone feels passionately about one side or the other. And that's where the sports podcast comes in. I picked this voicemail today specifically because I was like, I bet... Travis has no idea who Shailene Woodley is. I bet he tries to Google her. I bet he has seen a movie or watched something with her in it, but doesn't know that her name is Shailene Woodley. Uh, so, Travis, why don't you walk me through... Yeah, you, he pulled up her Wikipedia page. Again, this is an audio medium, so when you do things visually, you have to explain them <laughs> in the microphone. So, I think I just saw on Twitter, though, that they might be engaged. What? Oh, yes. No, they are engaged. Look, admittedly, I've been out of the loop, which we will get to in friendly banter. Uh, I I found out they were dating through this voicemail. I had no idea. I had no idea who he was dating, but he casually at NFL honors or something in his acceptance speech said, oh, yeah, my fiance, like just casually brushed over it. And everyone went, whoa, 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 whoa. Your fiance? Yeah, I guess Who? days. I, so I guess I'm not. It's not entirely my fault. This happened. They just started talking about the fact. People started talking about their fact. The fact that they're dating a few days ago. It, it isn't like old news. And then you're like you said. He said something about fiance. Or she yeah, I I had no idea he was dating anybody until I saw on Twitter that he dropped fiance in his acceptance speech. There are people in my life who still think that he's dating Danica Patrick. Like I got people way behind. People I don't <laughs> think people knew this at all. But Travis, please continue. Who the hell is Shailene? <laughs> <laughs> you really oh. genuinely don't know because the Travis caricature I have in my head, who, funny enough, I call Trav, uh, I, he didn't know who Shailene Woodley was. Truly. I and was so I, honestly I on Wikipedia trying true. to, like, the name kind of sounds familiar, so I was like, is there something that I've... Like, really? Because you didn't say it like you said Shailene. Like, you've never said those two syllables next to each other before. I'm going through her projects and like I do, I've, I don't think I've ever seen any like you never saw the fault with our this fault in our stars what's nope. the name of that movie is she in that movie God I'm gonna show my ass in this topic uh, um, wait maybe this is where Snowden. Divergent no Snowden is where I've I've seen of the name of course of course it is <laughs> of course the movie in Shailene Woodley's extensive I guess filmography that you've seen. 
is Snowden. I don't think anybody finds that surprising. Great movie, by the way. The Fault in Our Stars. Never heard of, of it. Any of the things from that teen, the, the yeah, Divergent? Yeah, what, what was the teen show she was in? She was the was pregnant she teenager. Show? Oh, she uh, was Secret pregnant? Life of the uh, American Teenager or something Ooh. like that. Yeah, that was Jamie's family, right? Yes. I think that was when I, I was just too old to see it. Not at, not at the age where you're like, I'm too old for this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I was like, I can't watch that. It's for kids. <laughs> but it was clearly, I could have probably watched. Was it good? Um, it, it was all right. So I it's think a no. it, it, It's one a of those shows review. that started off really strong and then should have just stopped and it didn't. That's really funny because I, that's how I felt about um, the, the HBO show. Why isn't that in any of her stuff? Wasn't she on that HBO show with all the famous women? Oh, yes. What's it called? I forgot the name of it. Oh, my God. Are we really just completely forgetting the name of it? I can with honestly say I haven't forgotten it. I just don't well, know that's it. Tra- Travis. Is it Big Little Lies? To you, Is that it? Yes, Big Little Lies. Which I always got confused with Pretty Little Liars. It's another show I was too old for. Big Little Lies. I thought that show could have gone one season. I, don't, I didn't yeah, finish I never the watched that season. one. To answer Danny's question, Aaron Rodgers is clearly the more famous okay, person. Okay, well, so, but that's just because it's your opinion doesn't mean that that's necessarily the truth, which we will get to. But you think that Aaron Rodgers is is more famous than Shailene Woodley? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who Shailene is. Well, that's... There's a lot of people you don't know. That is true. You wouldn't know about me if you weren't forced to work on this podcast. You would have no idea who I was. I knew about you before this podcast. No. Well, because we worked at ESPN. No, you, you, you want to know, know how, uh, probably the, what I most know you from is I used your video of when you learned how to pronounce Adrian Wojnarowski's last name to show everybody at ESPN. I'm like, this is how you pronounce his People name. People still do it wrong. They're like, they nah, I'm, I'm like, well, wrong. Katie asked him how to pronounce it. And this is what he said. So I'm going to go with how I he truly, said it. I'm really grateful for you telling the story because I truly have in the last few years started doubting how I say it. Because everyone says, I think it's like Wojnarowski. Yeah. And I'm like, so many people say it, and ESPN's a news organization, that I'm like, there must have been like a, a memo passed around that this is how you say it. Because they say it on SportsCenter. And I was like, that's not what he... Did he lie to me? Did I get tricked by Woj? <laughs> did he lie about how to... Is this a long con by Woj? It's such a Woj thing to do. Woj, who is like a... I would call a good friend. I don't know if people know that. Woj is like a dear friend to me. He like reaches out to me in some of the biggest moments of my life. When he needs information on NBA. No, that's what I'm like. What's he using me for? I don't have anything to offer. I'm the least (laughs) informed. I'm the least connected person in sports media. So I know he's not using me. He's like genuinely a super nice guy. He like gave me a pep talk when I went on my first date with Dan. And then after he like emailed me to ask how it went. And I was like, you're the sweetest emailed. Yes. Love that. He does like uh, emails. Sometimes he'll do an email where the subject line is the body of it. And there's nothing in the body except like Woj. And I'm like, that's the best kind of email. So he gave you a pep talk before your first date? Well, he was at work and I was at work and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. Like. I'm going on a date with a guy I've known for a really long time and I've, I love him and I've always told him that I love him and now I'm about to see if like I love him and I'm like kind of weirded out by it. And he was like, what does he do? What's the date? And I'm like, well, we're going to go to dinner and then I'm going to go watch him do stand up because I love that. I think that's really cool. And he was like, oh my God, a stand up comedian. That's so great for you. And then like talked to me about this pairing 
He was, he's a sweet, anyway, he's sweet. How did I'm, we get I'm going to hit up Woj when I have a, my next first date. I'm like, hey, well, I need don't some. exploit it, you know? <laughs> don't exploit. The personal Woj bombs are like a, a treat, you know? But no one's supposed to know. So don't, I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> yes, yeah, so no, no one say anything. <laughs> uh, we got to get back to Shailene Woodley. Look, I think um, when I first heard this voicemail, my first re- reaction was that it's Shailene Woodley. And that's only because... My, uh, I'm, I'm dumb with famous people and I think she's probably more famous than I think she is. But I Christina, think I'm hoping I you're think... like a celebrity person so that you can weigh in on the other side. I see. I am the same way though, where yeah. I, I know that she to the entertainment world is much bigger than I give her credit for because right. I don't immediately recognize her name, but I know instantly by looking at her exactly whatever i've seen everything she's in yeah and i think that she's a fantastic actress i don't know if she's had that big role yet that everyone's like yeah, damn shaylene woodley's name. here but i think she's really good and i also remember sorry that's my leg uh i also remember <laughs> her doing a talk show circuit and having a story that i found interesting that everybody talked about for a few days this was years ago about how she only owned like three pairs of pants and oh. like she lives in a very transient way. She's like a minimalist. I don't know if that's still true. I also don't know if I'm taking a video of somebody else and assuming that that was Shailene Woodley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did an interview where she said she only wears a couple pants. Travis, who are you texting? No, I'm, just, be I'm doing Rogers. more research on her. Okay, what have we found? She hasn't won too many awards. Oh my God. But, but she did win Best Kiss from MTV. <laughs> So here's the thing. I, I was watching that MTV Video Awards. That's the weirdest thing is that I was watching it because I think that's the year that J-Lo won Best Actress. And it was because she was the only one there. This is so funny that these moments are converging because that was the year that everybody was talking about Shailene Woodley at this award show. And I was watching the MTV Movie Awards to be like, is it, are these still a thing? And then I saw them give... J-Lo best actress for that movie where there was like a young gardener or something in her her house uh it wasn't for enough which she deserved it for uh it was for this other movie and I was like oh because nobody else was there nobody else showed up so in 2014 she was nominated but didn't win best kiss but then she came back the next year and got it like the year I saw can you check in mm. 2015 who won best actress at the MTV movie awards I'm gonna walk off if it's J-Lo Give me efforting. Okay. Um, so, so Christina, you were saying you think she's probably more famous than we give her credit. Yeah, for. I would say she she probably of the two is pro- probably more more well known amongst the entertainment. I mean, I think also community. we'd have to get into the demographic breakdown of the United exactly. States exactly because, because clearly both of these individuals are appealing to different audiences. What I think is interesting is that the two of them. To, I, I can't tell if that means I think they make a better pair or not a good pair, but they seem to have com- entirely different audiences. Like there isn't a ton of crossover between, and I could be wrong, between people who are huge Shailene Woodley stands and people who love Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers also is, I think, of the NFL players. If you had to ask a non-football fan to name five NFL players, I think Aaron Rodgers would be two or three. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's why I think that it just depends on the audience because I know for a fact any of my 
girlfriends, if I asked them who Shailene Woodley is, they would be like, oh, absolutely. I know who that is. But if I said Aaron Rodgers, they'd say, who? He's the one who does the thing. Like, they don't really know because they don't watch sports. Mm. But they love entertainment. So Mm. I think it depends on the audience you're asking. Because then if I ask my dad, who all he does is watch sports, you know, who's Shailene Woodley? uh, Dads don't know who Shailene Woodley is. Moms barely know who Shailene Woodley is. As a mom mom aged person. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think she's, oh man, I don't know. I think if she had, she's like, that's a bad example. She's one of those people where you say, do you know who Shailene Woodley is? And you say, uh... I don't, I don't think so. And then you say, no, 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 she was in blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly who that is. So, like, you know who she is, but you don't immediately recognize her name. She needs, like, um, I hate that this is the way that the industry works now, but she needs, like, a Marvel movie or a, she needs, like, a big, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a big something so that I think everyone's she, like, ah, yes. The movie I think that she makes needs, her like, her Jennifer Lawrence young. moment. Yes. Where she, like, she's, she's brought out of. stairs at an yep. award show. Yep. Uh, is she, how old is she, Travis, who's now a Shailene Woodley well, expert so, because you have not put your phone down? Well, Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> won Best Female Performance in 2014. No, we're talking about J-Lo. And then J-Lo. 2015 was Shailene. Oh, Huh. Maybe not. Then. But J Lo did J-Lo win like might have won something. J Lo, she did win like best frightened performer. Oh, maybe I just didn't know that was a separate category. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> best scared face. Now best scream. Best nope. feet. Best hiding of your feet. So Zac Efron won best you. shirtless performance 2015. Well, Zac Efron invented the award. We should never give that to anybody else. Zac Efron. In, that is his award. What was the dude Dude 13 going on 30? What was that movie? I don't know. Shailene's 29, 29 years old. Oh, good for her. What's that she's movie? Right, with she's right on that cusp Perry. of figuring everything out. She's almost 30. That movie, anyway, whatever movie it is I'm thinking of that everybody who listens to this podcast is yelling at me right now, that, that movie was Zac Efron. Is it he Neighbors? Was he was sexy in that movie. No, it was years ago. Back when it was age appropriate for me to say that Zac, that Zac Efron was really sexy. He doesn't play sports, right? No. No. Cool. Sick. Hot bod. Um, <laughs> so, look, I think it would be, we would be... It would be bad for a sports podcast, which this definitely is, to say that Aaron Rodgers is more famous because I think it makes us sound like we're not thinking outside of ourselves. Mm, Like we're stuck in our sports bubble. But I really do think that Aaron Rodgers might be more famous. I'm tempted. I'm trying to think in my head if I have a friend who doesn't know sports at all, if I can call them and ask them. I think Aaron Rodgers might just have a name that is more recognizable to anybody versus Shailene Woodley doesn't have a super recognizable name. I mean, her name is Shailene. That's a pretty... Money doesn't equate to being more famous all the time, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, made more this year than Shailene has in her career. Well, this year, uh, movies haven't been made. They haven't really done that. They should have given her a bigger role in Snowden. She would have crushed that. Oh, my God. I just (laughs) am dying to know your thoughts on Snowden. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my friend PJ. Some of you might know him. His name's PJ Vogt. Um, He doesn't know anything about sports. If he answers, I'm going to ask him to, what, name five athletes, and we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is on one of them. 
Okay. And then I'll just ask him the question flat out and see what he says. But I doubt he answers because he has a real job and it's four o'clock. Come on, Peach. Katie doesn't have any real friends. This sucks. I'm just calling my mom. <laughs> this is my friend. What was that? What does that mean? Okay, so uh, no PJ. Or maybe he'll call back. He was on the phone with his boss. Uh, Man, it's really hard to answer. I want to say Aaron Rodgers. Say it. But it it. doesn't feel right. I know that I'm not informed enough. I don't... Say it. You know who would be the the de facto vote? We need Adnan for, to answer this question for us. I don't have Adnan's number. Sports and movie. That's This is his... This is his crossover. Yeah. He really would be good for this. Like, Maybe uh, I'll just tweet at him. Self-admittedly, my pop, cult, pop culture knowledge is Your not... Your pop culture knowledge comes from me. You know everything about <laughs> pop culture because of me. I tell you what their poops are like. I tell you what her sleeping habits are. I'll tell you she's the cutest. We started calling Myrtle the coat because she's the cutest of all time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's good. Goat. Oh, God, she's so cute. It Hold took on, me I'm, a second. I'm recording a podcast and tweeting at Adnan at the same time. So this is called multitasking. No, because what if I tweet? Because then if I tweet at him, then the conversation is going to move to Twitter and our podcast isn't going to be. As yeah, let's wait until we, af- wait. Til we yep, post this is it. Good. Leave all this in. Let people see behind the curtain. And then hopefully at some point. PJ will call me back, and then we'll get our definitive answer. But this is an incredible question. Uh, for the record, where are we all voting? Christina, where do you vote? I say Aaron Rodgers, but... Nope. That's all right, it. no, Aaron Rodgers. Wow, so it doesn't even matter what I vote, because it's majority, and you both say Aaron Rodgers. And I'm okay with us saying Aaron Rodgers. But I feel like we might be accidentally disrespecting Shailene exactly. Woodley, and I don't want to do I that. I think that we might be wrong. I think we might... I might well, we can't both be old. Honestly, I think I just might be old. I don't no, know who most it. famous young people are. All those music artists y'all listen to, who are the, any of them? One of them just put a diamond in his head? Uh, this yeah, is I don't, how I, don't I know, know I'm who getting any old. Of those people are. Yep. I'm like, oh, I kind of know this one. Uh, I don't no, know. I don't. But it's, again, a reflection on me. I know that's bad. I'm self-owning right now. I am old and I've stopped caring and keeping track because they don't knowing a lot about celebrities doesn't hasn't helped me in my life ever it would just make me more nervous to interview them now i'm like <laughs> eh, no big deal um but anyway questions like this are awesome if you're getting in a debate with your friends and you can't decide the answer we can also not decide the answer but at least we'll talk about it in an interesting way for 45 minutes too many so if you have one of those don't forget that you can always leave us a at 860-506-5571. Hi, guys. Hello. How are you? I'm, well, Travis, thanks for asking. I'm good. Um, we didn't have podcasts last week, which I want to apologize to our audience for. Although I saw um, just a little bit of everyone being pretty cool with it, which I really do appreciate. But yeah, I so my birthday was Thursday. And on Wednesday at around 10, I found out I had COVID. Congrats. 
Why aren't you guys? Are you holding your applause till the end? Um, it uh, it was it was happy birthday to me. First of all, second of all, I gladly now have a easy answer whenever somebody says like, "What was your worst birthday of all time?" I'm like, absolutely, this birthday. I didn't have the energy to look at my phone. Imagine the way you feel when you're sick. How when your phone rings and you're like, mm, your whole body hurts. Imagine that combined with the same day as your birthday when your phone is like and I was like that's terrible look at any of it I can't I'm tired I had like a I zoomed with some of my friends that I've met through this podcast and I was like hi sorry I have COVID I gotta go like it was just a bummer it was a bummer of a day um and it one of the things that like rocked me that I didn't really expect was like the first few days I was just scared scared I was really really scared because we've heard a million different stories of how like some people have it and feel no symptoms some people have it and it's really really bad sometimes it's old people but sometimes it's not and like I've had health issues in my past but they're not as serious as a lot of the health issues a lot of the people I know have had so it was hard for me to I didn't immediately know if I was in the at risk high risk population so when I got it it was like well we're about to find out I guess and it was scary it was tough because you know obviously Dan gave it to me and obviously I've talked about this a bunch on here like his decisions to have to go and try to do his job during a pandemic was something that he and I had to talk about that was difficult that we had to reach an agreement on which we did and you know then I had to deal with, he had to deal with the fact that he gave it to me. And then I, you know, because I love him, felt bad that he felt bad. Like it was a lot of, it was a complicated week. And on top of that, you know, body aches and coughing and sleep, the most sleep I've ever slept. And so I took the week off. And thank you guys for being cool about that. Travis, you were really helpful when you were like, you know what? No, we're not going to do the podcast today. So just go back to sleep and drink a lot of water. But I will say you should probably take a little bit of ownership. I was going to bring that up. I wasn't sure if you were going to. I, I feel like I cursed you. You are yeah. now the third host that I work with that has got COVID. So I feel like at yeah. some way, and I even told you this like a couple months ago, like I'm, I'm be careful because I feel like I'm a curse. I remember you saying it and I was like, Travis. I could not be more careful. <laughs> I haven't left my house in a year and I have the mental illness to show for it. So there's no way, there's no question in anyone's mind that I'm going out and being irresponsible. But no, I still got it. And you, you were like, I think I'll be able to do a pod. I'm like, come Monday. There's there's no way. Because I just, I know many people I've had. I'm like, it's the ups and downs of each day. Truthfully, the weirdest part is that, look, I'm 30, well, now I'm 34, officially. Happy birthday. Um, uh, I've been sick enough that I didn't really realize you know the patterns of your sickness. You know when it's like, okay, by day three, my cough is usually pretty bad. I don't sleep that night. By day five, I'm starting to come out of it, and then I have a cough for the next seven days. That's like the anatomy of a cold for me. No matter what it is I catch, it generally follows that pattern. This one was like, you're going to have a terrible first day. Second day, you're going to feel perfectly fine, but you're still dealing mentally with being scared. 
then the third day you're going to feel kind of bad. And it's like it would up and down. And for Dan, it was like in the morning you're going to feel great and at night you're going to feel absolutely awful. It was so weird. Like he kept being like, I think today's the day I don't have it anymore. And I was like, you got to stop saying that because you said it for the last few days. And I think we just have to accept that we're both going to have it. Let's give ourselves 10 days. 10 days. And then if we don't feel better, give ourselves more days. But 10 days before we start to try to take things back on again. Um, which, look, maybe people disagree with that. But I was, I'm, I'm, I have worked and not left my house. And I've been careful. And I was terrified of this virus. And I got it anyway. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't say anything. I haven't been tweeting just because I haven't been on the internet at all. I've, I've genuinely done two things with my time. I have slept. I've actually have hydrated, so three things. Slept, hydrated, and played Assassin's Creed. That is the entirety of my 10 days of having COVID. Isn't so that I haven't, not what? to... Um, not to what? Crack a joke, but isn't that what yeah. your COVID, as like this quarantine has been like anyways? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Okay. But I, be, but I go on Twitter a lot. Like, I did see somebody I really appreciated that someone was like, she's not even tweeting, and no matter what she says, she loves that website, so something's up. <laughs> and I was like, God, you guys know me better than I know myself. PJ's calling back. Okay, hold on. PJ. Katie. You're on speakerphone. Okay. Don't say anything bad. You're on. Okay. You're technically on a podcast. We can edit it out if you want. But I have, okay. a, I have a question that only you can answer. I need okay. you as a person who doesn't like sports to name five NFL players. Uh, current or current? current? Not of all time. Yes, currently playing. If it helps, there was a really big game last night. Yeah, I know. I know one of the guys in the game. Tom Brady. Everybody hates him. Okay. Okay. Oh. You can even just go all quarterbacks. You don't have to name, like, linemen. There's a guy, Foles. Okay. that Does that count? Yeah, it counts. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> There's a guy, Foles. Hold on. My dad got me an Eagles jersey don't, a couple Christmases don't ago. Don't cheat. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Oh I, we, we agree on Tom Brady. I do need to know whose jersey it is, but just for me personally, not for you to cheat. Um. Uh, He's not even going to be able to name five. I thought I'm not going to. I don't know that I can name two. Oh, uh, stuff has to have happened to people that would be in the news, and then I would know them. Um, the Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl. Ooh, nice. Versus. Uh, difference team yep that wasn't the patriots or no. was it wasn't <laughs> okay it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't because tom brady was with the buccaneers now but everybody still doesn't like it uh-huh hold on let me check my closet i love this. name the question was nick name Foles. nick Foles, isn't that one yes that's one okay, okay so you've got tom brady and nick Foles. Is. you don't know any other athletes in the nfl that might have like dated famous people or like been in <sighs> movies who are actively they're in the nfl and they're in movies right now oh i don't know i was just making that up i was just trying to hide the fact that i kind of am trying to lead you towards an answer oh oh dated a famous person ah, f- 
Now I just drew in a movie. On it. Not in a movie. Not in a movie. You're. Uh, this is this is truly your best effort to name five. Dude, I can come up with lots of historic. Sure. NFL PJ, have you ever uh, heard of Aaron Rodgers? Oh, didn't he like? He did something terrible. What? <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Aaron Rodgers <laughs> did something terrible. I think someone sports had, like, news CTE with PJ and murdered someone. Oh, what's well, up? Not no. Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> For the record, he didn't. <laughs> I have no idea who Aaron Rodgers is. No clue. No. Wow. Do you know who Shailene Woodley is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on uh, that HBO show where all the women lie to each other. Big Little Lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, if you want to talk about female actors, I can. I can do that way better. Would you say that Shailene Woodley or Aaron Rodgers is more famous? To me or to the world? To I can the world. tell by the intonation of your question the right answer. <laughs> uh, but to me, Shailene Woodley, I'm sure that people really care about the football man, though. The football man is cared for, <laughs> for certain. Do you, want, do you want to know what I know about the Super Bowl that happened last Actually, night? Actually, I think I was going to let you go, but yes, I would like to know everything you think about the Super Bowl last night, PJ Vote. Okay, here's what I know. The weekend, during the halftime show, went through like a crazy hallway. Mm. End of knowledge. That's it. (laughs) PJ, you're perfect and please never change. I can't. I've tried. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. It was just a beautiful. That couldn't have gone any better. That was everything I was hoping it would be. He is an enigma. He knows nothing. He doesn't care. Like, he's he worse than Lebetard's brother when they would bring him on to ask sports questions. He's incredible. <laughs> I watched a football game with him once, and he was like, I want to do this. I really want to do this. And then halfway through, I'm like, PJ, it's very clear you don't want to do this. Keep talking about everything. You need to watch the game. And he's like, well, what's happening now? Nothing's happening. I was like, that's that's football. We need um, we need to uh, make for like a mega cast. He needs his own channel. I know. And just sure watch does. him watching the game. Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, COVID. Uh, oh, I was explaining why I didn't tell anyone. I, I didn't tweet it because, um, weirdly, like two days after Dan found out, page six wrote about it. And I was like, this is too much. This is too much. Why does anybody care? Dan wrote, a, Dan like posted on Instagram, like, hey, I have to cancel these shows because I got COVID. So I'm really sorry because he feels bad every time he says he's going to go somewhere and then he can't. Which I know people are like, he shouldn't be going, but it's just understand that on a human level. If other if people buy tickets to your show and you keep canceling, it's very frustrating. So he felt bad and he was like, I should just tell them I have COVID because I have COVID. And then page six was like, Dan Soder has COVID. And I was like, oh, even if I just tweet responding to one person to be like, hey, don't worry about me. I'm okay, but I have COVID. Someone somewhere is going to be like, Dan Soder gives Katie Nolan COVID. And I'm like, that's he's already beaten himself up. This is not going to be helpful in any way. And so that's why I've just kind of been radio silent. And I'm sorry, but shout out to you guys, the best audience on the internet for sweetly checking in, not being scared, too scared, I hope. Um, But yeah, COVID sucks. And let's get those vaccines out. Even though they're needles. Mm. 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 I, but now, so to explain where I'm coming from now, I literally haven't left my apartment in 10 days. Because now I'm like, I'm not going to give it 
to a single other person. No one else is going to even accidentally get it from me. The first couple days, I'm like, the first couple days, I was like, I'm not even going to talk to Myrtle. Um, I don't want Myrtle to get it. And then after a couple days, I was like, I'm sick. I need my Myrtle. And she's fine. She's got a tough immune system. But yeah, I didn't leave. We've gotten like groceries delivered and left outside. I made spinach dip yesterday. So you didn't lose your taste or smell? I did. Oh, and it's is oh. it back? It's slowly coming back. And let me tell you, I know it's like the most talked about symptom. First two days, I had like body aches and a, and chills and a almost fever, but never really got there and a cough. And I was like, at least I can taste and smell. At least I can taste and smell. And then day three, it was like, you've never tasted or smelled in your entire life. Like it just is all, it was all gone. Completely so weird. Gone. And no sinus anything. I didn't have a runny nose. I didn't have a stuffy nose. Because when I heard people talking about this before, I was like, oh, I've been sick and not been able to taste anything before because your nose is stuffed. But I was like, nose working perfectly fine. Can't smell anything can't taste anything now i'm at the point where i can so for a little you could taste if it was sweet or salty that was as far as i went it was like this is savory this is sugary um but i have a bag of high chews and i've been testing with one high chew every day and uh yesterday i could taste that it was a cherry or a strawberry they're the same in my brain high chew and then today i had a mango which is my favorite i didn't want to waste them on a taste test and i could kind of taste it so we're coming back, but man, it sucks. It sucks when food is like your only source of happiness. And then you're like, can't taste it. We got pizza one of the first days that we had it. And I was like, mm, this is really not worth it if you can't taste it. It just is like, meh. Yeah, I had a friend that recently had it and I was like, so what's it like? He's like, I took a shot to see. He's like, I, you still have that like burning. You just don't yeah, it taste it. Like NyQuil still felt gross going down, but I couldn't taste it. Like I could drink, it could like, I could hold the shot in my mouth and it was, Ugh. it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. That's it was, so strange. Uh, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird because I'm one of those people that needs an explanation for everything and that doesn't seem to really have one and it's very confusing. But also uh, Googled going to the gym while you have COVID. <clears throat> you know, going to the gym, not obviously going to the gym. And uh, it was like, don't, don't do it. Do not do it. And I was like, no. <laughs> so that's another reason. I, I wonder why. Twitter. I haven't been feeling very funny because your lungs. Oh. Mm. But it's not a good thing to read when you're already feeling a little scared. Every, <laughs> there, I'm like, you know, sometimes you can find an article that's like, let me just show me the one that says it's not that. Yeah, that just says that it's okay. Show me one that's like, you it's shouldn't, but it's okay if you do. And every one of them was like, don't even think about it. Are you crazy? And I was like, well, no, somebody surely. Let me find a second opinion. <laughs> someone <laughs> somewhere is going to tell me. Someone's going to tell me it's okay. Someone on Facebook but, had to post it's okay. Yeah, somewhere there's got to be. Come on, misinformation is everywhere why can't i find it right now but yeah so it's been a long it's been a long couple days but i i don't want to say this because it's covid is like an edible as soon as you say out loud like this isn't doing anything it's over it like punches you in the face so i don't want to <laughs> say that covid is through me um but i'm today i'm feeling the best i've felt in a while 
I took a shower. What's up? Wow. I know. I'm in my snuggly robe. I'm going to do this podcast with you guys, and then I'm going to go to bed. Well, no, I'm going to play a a lot of Assassin's Creed, which I didn't (laughs) like before, and I got super into because I needed something to get super into to keep me from going insane. Well, I'm glad to see you doing better. Thank you, Travis. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I recommend it. I don't look. The fighting's not great. It's not my favorite. I prefer God of War, but the exploration and the collecting and stuff very fun, and the storyline's pretty cool. So if you're looking for a new game where basically you do some missions, but you also kind of wander the world and collect stuff, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But weirdly, because you know how now they're doing with games, you can pay for the version that's just the PS. Four, or you can buy the version that when you get a PS5, it will work with that too. No, but and I can act like I know what you're games. talking about. Damn. Every game's doing it where it's like you can pay this much and get just this game, but if you're going to get a PS5, this game won't work with that. So you got to also, you can pay That's this smart. much and get, it's not smart. It's smart business, but it's, it's terrible customer relations. But for some reason, the Assassin's Creed one was like 60 bucks for the game or 90 bucks for both games. And I was like, no, I'm not. I will finish this game before I get my PS5 because 90 bucks for one game to me is stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. So what's the number that you would have paid for then? Well, so for Call of Duty, I think it was like $10 more. You got the game that would also work for PS5. So if it like, I want to know your cutoff. If it was $11 more, Look, would you? Look, this is so stupid. And I recognize how stupid it is because I know that I make more money than I ever thought I was going to make in my life. I know it's dumb to be like $90 for a video game, but it's, I, it's just my thresholds are still like, I'll spend more on Ubers, which I now haven't spent in a year, but I'll get an Uber. Whereas most people are like, why wouldn't you consider the subway? That's where I'm like, yeah, I, I know I'm okay but with video games i'm like 90 bucks i don't i don't think it's bad i just want to know your cutoff of like okay paying ten dollars more is i would have done it eleven dollars what's that cutoff well the cutoff is also related to like can i do this later so it's like if it's a discount now if when i buy the game if i buy the next version for a discounted price i'm definitely going to do that because if i ever want it ever again in the future I'll have to pay more than I would have paid if I pay now. But if it's like, yeah, in later, once you buy this game, you can add it on for those $10. I'll be like, oh, then I'll wait. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yep. I just don't want to pay for two games when it's literally one game. It's like I appreciate the, the, your principles on this. Yeah, It's like when Apple is like, we changed the way headphones work. And you're like, why? What was wrong with headphones the way they were before? Why did you need to make the headphone jack the charging oh, jack? Oh, God. I hate and it was because they wanted to switch to wireless headphones. But I mm-hmm. like audio quality, and so I still like to wire my headphones in. And I don't like that I have to put on a little dongle and then stick the dongle into the... <sighs> Stop making me say the word dongle, is what I'm saying. What part of the podcast are we in right now? The is dongle the part. <laughs> we didn't even talk about your haircut. No, we haven't. Travis, this was the most important thing we were supposed to talk about in Friendly Banter. Yeah, I, well, that's why. Say it I, now like it's organic. Just say it like I didn't even say anything. Yeah, go right ahead. I mean, I guess I'll say that. I got a haircut. I'm not a big fan of it. I Travis mean, got a bad haircut. He's having trouble saying that naturally. It's We've all gotten bad haircuts. It's on now the, what? The, the fade on the sides. It just, it's not what I like. So it goes from shaved to hair too quickly. Yeah, the fade and then how it's, it's just, it doesn't work for me. Luckily, work for me. <laughs> I work from home 
Yeah, uh, and also you're a dude. Well, and with men, no, well, I, I you get a bad finish. haircut. You didn't let you me wait finish. Four days, and then you're like, well, it was a tough four days. Well, I grew up bangs for half a year, Travis. <laughs> I work from home until I go in on Thursdays and Fridays, so I have until Thursday for it to be, you know. You have a hat. Well, I can't wear a hat at you work. You are constantly wearing a hat. You can't wear a hat at work. It's ESPN, but and nobody else is there. I'll just, by Thursday, it'll be enough where I can just run my hand through it and mess it up, and it'll work. Oh, my God. The trials and tribulations. Christina, you also changed your hair. You two both changing your hair is making me feel like I've been away for a lot longer than a week, and it's really <laughs> throwing me off. I was I like, did you dye your hair, or am I crazy? Do you ever, and I, this is definitely for the females <laughs> of the audience. Um, Did you say that's sexist? My God. Well, I guess Please you know, just guys, guys just... too, but I, I feel like it's more so women. I get to a point where I need to change something. And so I do that with my hair where I've gone oh, back men and do forth. that with like cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I women. change my hair <laughs> And color. going to the bathroom. Don't, don't <laughs> Sorry, just here for his annual pee. Um, so over the last four plus years, I decided in college four years ago, I wanted to go oh, from oh, dark brown to blonde. Oh, you just punched me in my gut. <laughs> college was four years ago. Cool. So four years ago when I was in college, I decided I wanted to go from very dark, naturally brown hair to the blondest of blonde because why not? Why not? And it, it took me so long to get there. I didn't realize how many times you have to bleach your hair and continue to do it. I thought it was a one process thing. Sure isn't. You go in, it takes probably three sessions to even get remotely to the color oh you God. wanted to. Oh and God. then by the time you're there, you're like, why did I do all of this? Why did I pay all of that money? And now I have to keep up with it. So for one four time, years, I've kept up with it. One time I needed, this is my current struggle with needing a haircut. I get to a point where I need a haircut. You flushed. You flushed. I didn't hear it. Why? And you, <laughs> you immediately came out like this. I can't hear it. <laughs> but why? I just want to know. We just talked about it. How are you not thinking? What else were you thinking about? <laughs> what were you thinking about? <laughs> about what you're going to snack on? <laughs> what did you pick? We have Girl Scout cookies, don't forget. Oh, what kind? You're going to have wheat thins with hummus. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got um, Samoas, but they're not called that anymore. Yeah. And uh, peanut Samoas butter. Samoas are the best. No, no, they're not. Yes, they yes, are. They Travis, are. What, do you not like coconut? Are you one of those weirds? Yes. And Christina has no vote on snacks anymore. We can get to that in a minute if we need to. But Excuse what? me. Uh, sorry. What? I just need you to address what? it in one quick sentence because we do need to yeah, move what? on. She said that goldfish are better than Cheez-Its. Because well, they are. Okay. Look, um, I'm a, I'm a Cheez-Its stan. I especially extra toasted. Like, Cheez-Its are the best. I've probably interacted with that brand on Twitter more than others except maybe Shake Shack. <laughs> But I also like goldfish, and I could see somebody liking them. I don't think, why do we have to put cheese crackers against one another all the time? Why can't we yeah, celebrate I, I them all? Why, why do we have to thing? say, do you like Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Why can't you like them both? Why can't we have more cheese-flavored crackers and more shapes? Goldfish, are they're good, but they're not better, and that's all, like... Travis, it doesn't well, matter. Th- that's that, that's your opinion. You're not I in, there's no Twitter agree, Twitter dominate orlovsky brought it up on get up and i tweeted like did he really say that and then twitter crushed the goldfish crowd and you guys lost guys i just 
we have enough real stuff to be mad at each other about. I think we should focus on that and then be like, do you like cheesy crunchy? And if someone says yes, then they're fine by me. It's people who don't um, like either of those crackers that I need to cut out of my life. Back to my hair. So when I, (laughs) I now need hair. I used to get my hair cut by a friend and that was the best. And then, uh, then at work now, I've gotten to a point where I will pay uh, the girl who does my hair to cut it. But now we don't do that anymore. But so a while ago, before I found Christina, who cuts my hair now, I was in this situation where I was on TV, so my haircut weirdly couldn't be bad or somebody would notice. Like, I've gone through my life being like, I don't think I'd notice if I got a bad haircut. Because once your hair is a certain length... They really can't mess it up too bad unless they yeah. give you go crazy with layers. But I'm like, just make it basic and you can't mess it up and I'll be fine. But I'm like, now I'm on TV and if I get a bad haircut, someone's going to call me out for it. And so I Googled this salon and I went to this fancy ass salon and I was there for five and a half hours whoa getting the lazy person's hair dye called ombre which is like yeah i get this so that my highlights when they grow out nobody can say anything because it's supposed to look grown out i'm doing this because i'm lazy why is it taking five and a half hours because she was doing balayage and painting at each Mm -hmm. individual strand and i was like that is an incredible talent that i'm gonna pay you for because you're doing it but i don't need that just dip it dip it in there shake it out and put it back on top of my head so I can get the hell out of here. And then after she pulled out the things and she had done something I had specifically asked her not to do, which is just, again, a style preference. She had dyed my front two pieces bright blonde all the way up to the root. And I was like, ma'am, I look like J-Lo in the (laughs) 90s. I need you to make this not this um, but I've been here for six hours and I have to go home. I have to go home. I cannot be in this room and make more small talk for another hour. I have to go. And she was like, you can come back in a couple days. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to go. I went to CVS and I bought a product that was like mascara for your hair. So I could paint the top of that strip of hair brown for the next few weeks. I did the exact same thing last summer. I was in my attempt to keep up with the blonde highlights that have now become a burden on my life because I decided to do it and I spent all the money. It's so true. It's because what, what a lot of people don't realize is when you have such dark hair to keep it blonde, you have to go so frequently and it's not cheap. Mm -mm. So I was keeping up with it last summer. I went to the salon. I had, First time I had been to a salon in Connecticut since high school. So I went to the salon, said, just touch it up. Just bring it back up to the root. Get rid of the brown. Mm. Don't know what happened. I turned into a platinum blonde Barbie. Hell this yeah. is wildly not my color. It looked nothing like me. I, you know when like you spin around and she's like, do you like it? It's me like, anytime I've had blonde that goes up to my roots. If there's blonde coming out of my yep. roots, I look weird. My skin tone, whatever it. it is, undertones, I am does the not kind work. Of person where I went, yeah. Oh my god, I same. Love it yep, because there's. Yep, I am yep. not gonna look her in the face. This wonderful professional who just spent three and a half hours on my hair and say I absolutely hate it so I left 
what did I do? I left. I went into my car and I cried. And I said, this is not me. I hate everything about this. So then I went to a different salon two weeks later because I Googled how quickly can I re-dye my hair after dyeing it. Two weeks later, went back to a salon and she said, oh, I could fix it for you. She didn't. Oh, no. She just put brown at the root. So now I have a chunk of just brown root and platinum blonde no, hair. No, why'd you I do that? Even why did harder. You do that? Did you tell even her it harder. was bad? Did you tell her it was bad? Oh no! Oh my God, no! So I look at her and I said, "Thank you very much." Oh my so God! So I left. Oh my God! I went back to my apartment. My wonderful boyfriend is sitting there and went, "How did it go?" And I went, "I hate it." Sobbed. So we could fix it. And I said, "No, I'm go- I'm going to do it." Went to CVS and did exactly what you did. Got yes. box hair dye, yes. touched it up. Yep. Then decided six months later, here we are. I dyed it my is, hair brown. Look, we're going to move on because I know Travis is dying. I, I just don't feel so bad talk. about my haircut anymore. Yes. I'm, I'm happy. I just want to say, like, women, you're seen. Like, look, it mm-hmm. just, and guys, or anybody who isn't familiar with this information, anyone this is news to, when you see a woman with really nicely colored hair, just like know her struggle, know what she went through to get She's that. Been that is a lot. so hard. I will say, Sarah Thomas, the ref from the game last night from the Super Bowl, I think she changed her blonde. And I noticed, and I was like, that looks really, really good. But I also don't know if she did, and also know that I can't tweet about the female ref in the Super Bowl's hair without the world being like, <laughs> so I just want to say, shout out to you, Sarah Thomas, if you did indeed go a shade lighter. I think it works really well on you. I really like it. Major ponytail pop. Anyway. I appreciate this conversation, because now I don't feel so bad about my bad haircut, because uh, I in get a- four days, your nightmare is over. <laughs> well, and also, I get a haircut. For and then free. I don't I don't do anything. I don't I haven't put a comb through my hair in years. I don't being disrespectful. Put, I don't put product in it. I just dry Ugh, it and go like this. You're taunting. I'm flagging you for taunting. Yeah, I'm about to zoom report you for yeah, harassment. Right? Get him out of here. Block him. Bring PJ back. PJ can do the podcast with yeah. us. Uh look, today in the podcast, like I said, um I haven't been awake much. So we're gonna talk about the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is a is just a wealth of content. So we're going to talk about all the stuff surrounding the Super Bowl. This was the first year I've been home for the Super Bowl since the year the Pats beat the Seahawks. So I haven't really been able to watch Super Bowl ads until this year. And boy, was I confused. So we'll talk about those. I want to know your guys' thoughts on the halftime show because I'm not sure what I think. Um, and the internet seemed to all like definitely know what they thought. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I don't know. But uh, Travis, remember when I told you there's like a couple things in the podcast I'm actually looking forward to your take on? The halftime show is absolutely one of them. So we're going to get to all of that. But before we do, Box 31, Chiefs 9. Guys, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. They did it. Uh, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. He sure did. Seventh. Uh, Got Super Bowl MVP for the... Fifth time, correct? I mean, you're the Patriots fan. You should yeah. know. Well, there was a year he got it that he shouldn't have. Then there was a year he didn't. It's, uh, I think it's his fifth. This is a sports podcast. <laughs> um, did you did you did you guys watch the game? I, I did watch the game. <laughs> I watched. Did, yeah, me too. Alone. Oh, I made spin dip. I don't know if I mentioned. How was I it? cooked. It was really good, but it's just because you just pour <laughs> a bunch of cheese and spinach into a bowl and then you bake it. 
So it was really good. Proud of I'm you. I'm going to eat more later. Thank you so much. I used a lot of cream cheese, but it was worth it. What did you eat, Christina? Um, What did I have yesterday? I made. Amazing. All right, I Travis. Made, you know what? Let's stop yeah, typecasting First of her. all, um, back off. I like to <laughs> <laughs> I made crab rangoons. Oh, hell yeah. What sauce did you so serve them good. with? Thai chili sauce. Yes, girl. So yes. good. So good. Because I have an air fryer that I'm obsessed with. Oh, hell and yeah. And I justified buying it during quarantine because I said, why not? I need another kitchen gadget. So now I need to use it all the time or else it's not, my boyfriend It's will not get a justification. Just for the... <laughs> I justified buying it because why not? So... Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's so you what air I made. fried. So you air fried crab rangoon. Is air fryer yeah. worth it? Is that worth the investment? I'm I've I Absolutely. don't cook. Is it gonna is it enough to make me cook? Yes. Because it's so no. much faster. Travis says Why? no. Well, I, you say no. No, I don't disagree with what you said about it being faster and stuff. I just don't think Katie hmm, is this feels gonna personal. use it as much. You just wanted to offend me personally. Thank yeah. you, Travis. Well, I just, personal attack. I just think that you're invested in keeping local restaurants going and so you're Yes, this is, this is spin zone. Mm, Welcome know. to the Travis spin it's, zone. It's not ladies because and gentlemen, you can't or Travis don't says cook. something that's kind of insulting and then to yeah. save it, he frames the new insult as a compliment. It's the Travis spin zone. Pew 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 pew. I do care about local businesses and I do like fried mac and cheese balls and I do not know how to make those in the comfort of my own home. Go to Trader Joe's. They have them. All you then you got to do is cook them. I don't. But go. also, I don't go anywhere. Let it be known, I also love local small businesses. But no, I also no, love my. You don't air get to fryer. have that. Nope. Christina hates small businesses. She hates local businesses. Just She's because all I have about an air fryer. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Christina's basically Jeff Bezos, and I've been holding that back from basically. you guys. I don't want you to dislike her, but she's a big corporation. That's how she, she got her microphone so corporations. fast. Corporations, yeah. Yep. She wears hats that just have the logo of the league on them. She doesn't even want to pick a team. She just <laughs> loves the business side of things. Yep, that's me. All about the business. So you had crab rangoons. What else did you eat? Um, that was pretty much it. It was just me and my boyfriend. We didn't go anywhere. We just yeah, decided we, to stay so, but here. We did that, but we had a, every grocery appetizer frozen delivered. So I made popcorn chicken, which, by the way, Purdue, your popcorn chicken is like chicken fingers. you got to make it smaller than that. It's <laughs> way too big. Uh, it's not correct. You got to so go Tyson. Fix it. We tried. Tyson Anytizers were sold out. At our grocery store was wiped clean for the Super Bowl. Um, but So we had popcorn chicken. I made that spinach dip. We had uh, pretzel um, mini hot dogs. Ooh, and pretzel buns. pigs in a blanket? Yeah, but it's with pretzel. And then also on that same plate, because it was the mustard plate, little pretzel bites, super pretzel. And um, I think there was one more thing, but I forget. That might have been it. Those were our... Your spread is so much better than mine. Really, I decided the not only to make I've, a ton. I've never been home. I haven't been home for a Super Bowl with... Brag alert. Money. Like, I haven't been like... <laughs> I didn't... I just... And I'm also not like a cook. I usually just go to other people's Super Bowl parties. I'm not a hostess in that sense. I'm not very good at it. I like having... I like not leaving the house. That's the best part. I don't like having to cook. So anyway, it was my first time. And I was like, let me just, you know make a spinach dip those seem super easy and guess what it was super easy it was embarrassingly easy it was so easy that i was like why am i why don't i do this more so guys i might start cooking i don't know have i reached that stage of quarantine where i'm suddenly gonna start to cook i don't know but i can promise i won't bore you with it i'll just do it in silence cooking cooking segment coming up in the future 
No, not going to happen. Not gonna, people have been pushing for it for a while uh, behind the camera. Producers are always like, let's do a segment about how you can't cook. And I was like, no, 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 no. When you start to cook, that's going to be the. Yeah, I can't show everybody how bad I am at it until I'm locked down. We can lie. (laughs) (laughs) You don't bring someone on the lot and be like, honestly, the steering drifts a little bit to the right in this car. You just like let them find that out for themselves once they buy it, you know? Uh, So anyway, the Super Bowl is what we're talking about. The, the, The Tampa Bay one. I... I don't know, to indulge myself. It, there were parts of it where I was like, this sucks. When Tom Brady kept throwing touchdowns to Gronk. And then um, and then I remembered that I'm supposed to be better about this now. I'm supposed to be like processing things better mentally. And I was like, why wouldn't I be happy for Tom Brady? Now, I spent years arguing that he was the greatest. And people are like, well, I don't know. I think it's all Belichick. And now people are like, Oh, you have to bear the weight of the fact that it's either Brady or Belichick and it's Brady, so it sucks to be you. And you're like, well, even if your premise is true, you were wrong all those other years before this, so I win. (laughs) Like, I was arguing that Brady was awesome. (laughs) You guys were like, it's Belichick. And now he's went and did it. And you're like, it's not Belichick. Sucks you got left with Belichick. And I'm like, I still think Belichick is great. Tom Brady didn't disprove anything about Bill Belichick. He just proved he can do it without Bill Belichick. So good for Tom Brady. I knew he could. I've been saying he's great for all of these years. It's just, a, it's frustrating to watch people like revel in Patriots fans' sadness, which I knew was expected and I should have just knew, known was going to happen. But the funny thing is that the the way that they revel in it is by being like, Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. And you're like, uh-huh. And he was ours for a significant <laughs> like, portion yeah, of that I know time. That. <laughs> so when hit when we all look back on this, we'll forget these couple days where I felt sad that Tom Brady was scoring touchdowns for somebody in front of my face, which is pretty rude. Like right in front of my face on national television, scoring touchdowns with Gronk, and they were playing We Ain't Going Nowhere when they went out to commercial break. That felt like a personal attack. Kinda rude, but I'm not gonna remember those days. I'm gonna remember the fact that like this guy is f- great. He was mine for a long time, and now he's not mine anymore. That's just how it goes. I hope nothing but, you know, success for him on the football field because he's very good at football. Now, I saw a conversation today about is Tom Brady the greatest athlete of all time, and I want to say the answer is no um, because you it's about the definition of the word athlete. It's it, it, There's too many different ways to interpret that. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I do not think that he's the greatest athlete of all time. Because then you have to get into a conversation about, like, which sport is the sportiest. And I don't think we have time to do that on this podcast. To talk that much about sports, it would just be weird. I think it's fair to say that he is the best team sport player. Oh, I don't even know about that. That, I would say that's closer to being fair I don't think it's fair to say he's the best athlete because I think Katie's right there's seen him far run. too many sports I've seen Tom Brady run you don't run there's, like that if you're yeah, an incredible athlete sports. and how do you compare individual sports that's versus why, that's why I say team you know yeah versus team sports like there's so many different variables it, 
So I don't think that it's right to say I just think that it's tough. It, I hate all of these conversations because obviously the goal is for an argument to happen because there's so many variables that it's obviously there's many ways to disagree and there's many ways to agree. I think Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Genuinely, this is such a name-droppy story. It's why I've never said it. But I stopped worrying about having the debate of whether or not Tom Brady was the greatest quarterback of all time when Joe Montana told me to my face that he thinks Tom Brady is the greatest <laughs> of all time. And I was like... Okay, cool. I don't have to argue with John Bucks fan 619 on the internet because uh, you, Joe Montana, just told me <laughs> that it's Tom Brady. So, okay. But I just don't think greatest athlete of all time is fair. Considering yeah, I think that also discredits so many other Yeah, but it's athletes. also just logically it doesn't make sense. It's like, how would you even decide who the greatest athlete of all time is? You would have to have them play each other's sports or something? Because yeah, you, you would need everybody on the same playing field doing the exact same thing. Mm. And because I don't how think do Tom you, Brady how do you wins a contest against to sport? Yeah, other athletes. And I also just think there's no need for greatest athlete of all time. We don't need that title. It doesn't inform anything about that person. Because there's so many different skills required. Like, I know it's the boring answer, but I would say you can't say who the greatest athlete of all time is unless you define an athlete and do, like, a grading system. And I don't think you'll learn anything about the person when you decide who it is. If you're using the literal word athlete, then yes. But, like, I think you can just mean it as in he's out of the the success. He's the best. Like, he's the best. He's People are, like, bringing up Bill Russell and whatever. But, like... Winning a Super Bowl is harder than an NBA championship. Nick Wright had a good point today. Nick Wright said that he's in a club. We don't know what the club is, but he's in a pretty exclusive club now. I think Nick Wright's point was that it only includes LeBron. It's LeBron and Tom Brady, and what it is is that wherever they go, the culture and the winning follows them. That is something. That's fair to say. That's something 100%. worth talking about. It's very interesting. His point with Bill Russell was like, maybe Bill Russell could have been that, but we don't know because the league wasn't set up that way and he spent all of his time with the Celtics. So it's tough to say, but like. But at least we know that it was Brady and not Belichick. We got that. That's, that's not. I hate you so much. <laughs> I do. I really do. I want. I wish I edited the podcast. Yes, it's Bill Belichick is doo doo in a diapy. He's terrible. <laughs> nobody likes him. He's bad at football, and I can't believe he's fooled us for all these years. Here's what we did find out about Belichick, though. He's not the best player personnel. The New York Post is going to write Katie Nolan, Bill Belichick is doo-doo in a diapy. And I, I just can't wait. I'm calling page six when this is over. I'm like, hey. <laughs> wait till you hear what she said. Be saying. on the lookout for this. Um, the Chiefs, they're, I mean, Mina pointed it out that this was the greatest difference in offensive line play in a Super Bowl that we've ever seen. Um, Kansas City just didn't have it. And Pat Mahomes still, still had some moments where you were like, is he going to make that work? He has the best incompletions I've ever seen in my life. I know. It's just so impressive to watch him play where you're just like, why are you like this? Why are you like this? I saw a stat that he ran on all his pass plays almost 500 yards. He had to run around. I'd be exhausted. It was like the most in like four or five years. Yeah, they did not. He did not have a lot of time. They did not protect him well well when you you're missing two starters got so many penalties everybody's saying the refs are rigged it was rigged and the the play that made me go like oh my god was when they called holding i think it was on honey badger Mm -hmm. wet with the interception that they then were like nope holding and i was like ooh, 
That's a tough call. But look, I believe smiling Tony Romo said it earlier in the game. He was like, this team, this Chiefs team, holds on every play. <laughs> so it's really kind of just whether or not the refs are going to call it. And we knew the Which, refs, that crew, or the, the, the head official, his crew threw the most flags per game in the season was 16. So you knew going into it, like, yeah, that was going to happen. That so stuff. maybe, I don't know, adjust your style a little bit, Kansas City. I, yeah, I mean, look, I, the, I hate this argument because I'm always like, there essentially is, it's very hard to do that job without holding in some way. But at the same time, I'm like, you, it's your job to figure out how to not hold, not how to get away with holding. Because you might get a couple refs that let you get away with holding, make it to the Super Bowl, and then you get the refs that don't, and you only know how to do it one way. So, like, I can understand people being frustrated, but I can also understand refs being like, mm, making the calls. There, were a, there was maybe one that I was like, that's questionable, but then from a different angle, I was like, oh, actually, I can kind of see it. So it's like, they were doing a lot of holding. And I'm sorry. It just seemed like no matter what, that like there are a couple calls that went against their way that you could argue, but like Tampa Bay's defense was just Pat Mahomes was under duress. That it, yeah, the couple calls if they go different might have been closer, but Tampa Bay wasn't losing. Mm. I mean, Tom just had that fire in his eyes. Good for good for them. Can we? Um, Patrick Mahomes' uh, mom wasn't happy. And she tweeted about it, which if you just look at the emojis of the tweet, she seems happy because it's four (laughs) cry laughing emojis and then six tongue out, googly eyed laughing emojis. (laughs) And those are not the emojis of an upset person. But then you remember that this is the Internet and those are a mask on top of the very upset text of this tweet, which was. If you have to have the ref on your team, is that really winning? Exclamation, exclamation. At Giselle? That's the... <laughs> like, I'm... What did she do? Is Giselle a ref? Giselle looked at this and went, what? Giselle was like, what is this lady talking about? I can't throw the ball and also catch the ball. What? Is... This is not... <laughs> How is this coming up? Like, I get... Mom me- coming after the wife... The mom of one quarterback coming after the wife of another quarterback is like, are you trying to mom-in-law Tom Brady? That's not, what are you doing? I get being upset, but all this does is gets attached to your son. Yes. Like, and then he has to deal with the fallout. And it's like. Tom Brady's dad did this one year. Tom Brady's dad got, I think it was the year leading up to the Super Bowl against Atlanta in Houston. I think Tom Brady's dad was in the news for, like, defending his son probably about 12.8 or whatever. And uh, and he became part of the news cycle. And it was, like, an interesting moment for me to learn from other people that they were like, yeah, my, my parents or I've had that moment or my parents have had that moment with my career and you have to kind of have that conversation that's like, don't read it and don't be too mad or publicly upset about it because yeah, that's just going to become it. a whole nother story on its own and it's they're going to attack you and you don't need that. Don't invite that into your home. Yeah, I got to believe, you know, anybody of any sort of societal status, I guess you could say, 
you have to have that kind of conversation with your family and friends, like the people who matter to you that you care about. You just say like, hey, maybe don't run to Twitter and tweet your feelings. Which is so tough because let me just say it, it, it requires you to acknowledge that people care about stuff in your life, which is a weird feeling for people who were not striving for fame. Like having to do things like having to say to my family like, hey, you guys don't have to defend me on the Internet. Um, you should just leave it and also just don't read it. I had I had to s- admit that people would care. It's just feels very yeah, self-serving. You, you to have be like, to acknowledge the fact write that other about people you. care. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, but they should like I my mom at first I was like, hey, if you see something that pisses you off, I'm not going to tell you not to say anything. And now I'm like, hey, I got to tell you not to say anything because it's going to just become a story that's going to become bigger than us that we're not going to be able to control. So you just got to like, I know it sucks. Just call me and yell about them to me. That'll actually feel really well, nice. Think about when me. Giselle was caught with the, you know, he can't throw and catch it on video. Yeah. And it just like. Which is why it's so ironic to me that she tagged Giselle. Because it's like, <laughs> so you recognize what you're doing. You recognize that she was attacked for a thing she said that they caught on video. That now you're, it's going to happen. To, it just is like, obviously the mom of the quarterback who's losing feels like the, her baby boy is being cheated. There's not that much of a story here, but it makes me roll my eyes and I, I'm like trying to figure out where that comes from. And I think it's because like, come on, mom, you should know better than that. But also people that are attacking her for feeling that way, you should also know better than that. It's her baby boy. Yeah, you He's- can't you can't get mad at her for tweeting if the you're then going to tweet at her. Yeah, like let yeah. that go. Don't yell at her about it, but just be like, oh, that's annoying. I hope Randy Mahomes doesn't do this all the time because Patrick's girlfriend is also very outspoken. Wife. I know there's been, sorry, wife. That's right. Oh, are now they married actually, now? Yeah. Cause she, and she's pregnant. I know I she's pregnant. She's I, didn't pregnant. Know what... I want to make sure that that's <laughs> was a complete slip of the tongue. I don't think, I think that's she what happened, but she is pregnant. No, yeah, she's she definitely pregnant. I didn't know that they were married. Um, they, she's been in the news before. I know people have very strong opinions about her. Um, I recognize in her an annoying person I used to be at some point, even just a little bit. And so I try not to attack a person for being annoying. It's funny that people get mad at her for being annoying when it's like, well, then don't follow her on social media. Yeah, that's my that's exactly where I've netted out. I just don't follow the things she does because I know that it's going to just make me go, oh, stop. But I don't it doesn't bring me any joy to reply cringe to the things she writes on Instagram. Like, I understand that I'm obnoxious on Twitter with Ohio State, but it's your choice to follow me. So I'm not going to critique. Well, that's. I'm not going to yeah. critique someone else for you can, allegedly you can being annoying. Criticisms of people. Like, look, if I like you, but I don't like Ohio State, I can follow you and then challenge you on your opinions of Ohio State. But these people follow her because she's Patrick Mahomes' wife or girlfriend, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yes. And now then they yell at her for the way she is his significant other. And it's like, well, then unfollow her because that was the only reason you followed her in the first place it's like if you know i don't like the way you talk about sports katie it's like cool i assumed a lot of people don't because i barely talk about sports (laughs) but there are some people who do and so this for them and you can go like you don't have to spend your life telling me how much you don't like me so like that's why i think the conversation about his significant other bothers me but you know she got into this too she was upset because espn tweeted a meme of pat mahomes looking dejected which 
I mean, do you guys even know who runs the ESPN Twitter account? I don't. I have no idea. And it's got to be multiple different people because the voice changes every day. So it's like, just, uh, they're trying to participate in a conversation that is happening way too fast for them. And so you just got to, just it's a brand. And what I, the way I viewed it is, and I think that she took it far too personally, I the way I viewed it was, uh, you know, a, a public... Cops are here. Sorry, go. Um, a, you know, a popular Twitter site that is a network's brand like ESPN are going, they're going to tweet a meme or, you know, a screenshot of whoever's losing and look sad. So whether that was Brady or Mahomes, they were going to do that one way or the other. And it just so happened that Mahomes was losing losing. by a lot. I also think it's like, look, uh, I'm not going to sympathize with it with a corporation, especially when I work for, but like uh, brands and, and media companies on Twitter are trying to like, it seems like they think the Mahomes family think that like sports center should tweet things like the and the bucks go ahead with a touchdown the score is this yeah like, like it very should be official, a direct play by play right and it it but like and i get that but then there's other times where people are like i'm not going to follow sports center anymore cuz i want to follow all these meme accounts and so i assume whoever is in charge of our twitter presence as espn is like i we need to speak to people the way that they want to receive information and so they're it's they're trying to figure something out so they tried memes and like i get that that you didn't like it because that meme personally affected you but it, it that opinion to me doesn't mean much unless you also hate when they tweet memes about other stuff that doesn't literally directly affect you as a person business insider is calling her fiance so okay fiance. okay so they're thank not you. officially thank you for married your, yet. your very long <laughs> 30 minutes ago research I appreciate yeah, it. I think that's the the probably the biggest issue I have with the take is that it it just didn't make a lot of sense because when I saw that on Twitter, I said, "Well, why is she getting so upset over what is seemingly nothing?" Right. In my eyes, you know, because this could have been anybody. And so is she going to get equally as mad when they tweet a meme of LeBron James having a Do bad game? Do you think game? Michael Jordan's wife got upset every time we used sad Jordan, crying Jordan? Like that would be tough that would be a lot of tweets to keep up with like bernie sanders wife getting mad every time we tweet that friggin picture of him with his arms crossed from the inauguration like you can't chase down a meme you just gotta let it go i get it you're bummed but there's really no benefit in like it's a victimless crime i think posting a meme of a sad losing quarterback who's losing the super bowl currently as we speak it's like I don't know. It's like people got really precious about the taunting call and they were like, it's kicking a guy while he's down. And I'm like, is it? Because Tyreek Hill, that peace sign thing is his thing that he does. He did it to Antoine Winfield. Yes, and he did it specifically to this guy. And didn't get called for a penalty. To him. So it's like... Are you kicking him while he's down, or are you reminding him of how he acted when he was up? Because that's what it seemed like to me. It's like a reminder of, like, remember when you thought you were the best? Just a reminder. We all fall down sometimes. Everybody's reading too far into it and making it more 
sensitive than what it needs to be. I mean, this yeah. that in particular, that exact case scenario is supposed to be the fun of competition. <laughs> it's like, so weird because you know, like, from mic'd up things having to be bleeped and from conversations about the words people say to each other on the football field to think that you get actually flagged for putting a peace sign in somebody's face to me is like, what? The, the ref should have walked over and said, hey, do you remember when you did that? And Tyreek was said yes. I'm like, oh, that's why there's no penalty. Like, I, look, I, <laughs> exactly. as I'm saying this, I want to be clear. I understand that taunting is a penalty. I knew the second he did it that it was going to be a penalty. But I'm also like, for me worth it to, like tony romo was like and just to be clear i don't like this or condone this and so i just tweeted i like i do like and condone this like it just is a it's not that big of a deal we don't have to have this like oh mm -hmm. my god the kids are watching like it, he threw a peace sign in it his was face. a peace sign get over it like call sure flag fine but who cares now just to be clear like you don't have to separate yourself from this it was very Joe Buck mooning celebration when Joe was like, now that's inappropriate. And everyone was like, well, he didn't actually pull his pants down. Chill out. Um, what else happened in the Super Bowl? Can you say Taryn Matthew's name? Because I always say it like the guy from Game of Thrones, and it has Ashley is now in my head, and I can't say his first name. So Tyron Matthew. Say it again. Tyron Matthew. Tyron, Tyron Matthew. So you say Tyron. I, I say know, Tyron. I, say, I always say Tyrion by accident Let's because I'm not trying to. Let's all three different versions. Okay, I'll call him Tyrion. You I'll call go him Tyron. Tyron. I call him like Tyron. Like Perfect. That's what I would say. Like, we got Tyron. one of us. That's to be not right. right, is it? Which one's no, right? No, I, I think mine is wildly off. I think it's Tyron. Just... I think it's Tyron. But I thought I was saying it right so much until Ashley finally was like, "You are saying that." really wrong so even when it sounds in my head like i'm saying ty tyron it comes out like Tyrion. tyrant honey badger got uh <laughs> taunted tom brady and then they like yelled at each other a bunch mm -hmm. uh and brady i guess apologized he like sent him a text and said my my bad i don't know I don't think yeah so have the actual text matthew like tweeted something and said that like he won't repeat what brady said then it was like he deleted the tweet and then apparently Brady reached out to him and uh, um, wanted to talk to him personally. But obviously after the game, Brady had bigger things to worry about. Um, I would argue he had nothing to worry about. Well, I think he has a few things to worry about. Eh. Um, but it seemed like it was just like the heat of the battle. And unless like Brady said something offensive, it's football. And until they until somebody discloses what was said, it's not worth debating what he might have said. That's a thing that I just want to say because it's as soon as you see someone go, a player said he said something on the field, you're like, oh my god, now we're gonna have to argue just about what it might have been and what and, the penalty should be. And it's only them be. two that know what was said anyway, right. and neither neither of which are wanting to say it publicly, and that's fine. You know, if they're gonna fix whatever was said and whatever issues they have between them off camera, which I think personally is great. Um, by all means, we don't need to and sit look, here if, and debate what was said. And if you want to tell what was said, because you think it's an important lesson that other people need to learn, also support that. But I think that when someone says he said something 
it isn't for us to then try to debate what he could have possibly said. I don't think there's value in that conversation because it's like he could have possibly not said all of those things, you know? So it's like, I don't know what he said. And I don't know Tom Brady personally, hard as I've tried. Um, (laughs) We are not friends. And so I can't tell you what he said, but I can tell you he texted him and I guess they've made up, but maybe we'll hear more about that in the future. Um, we talked about the Tyree Kill thing. Travis wrote, Travis, I loved it. It's good. Thank you for putting your opinion in. Um, fun, fun fact, LaShawn McCoy now has two Super Bowl rings without playing a single down in either game. That is amazing. That's honestly impressive. That's the dream. <laughs> that is it's a the dream. the American dream. It's just be there, get the reward. Because Don't it, just do anything. show up and smile and get all the credit. That's Travis's absolute dream in 10 years she's gonna be able to rock those rings and no one's gonna know as soon as i said it i was like oh man i actually think i'd feel guilty and icky about taking a super bowl ring and be like man i really wish i could have just played but then i'm like travis would love it travis would be like what of course there's been i think anderson bears and a couple other people have played for both teams that were in the nba finals and so no matter what got a ring now that's yeah that's amazing you could be on the losing side and still get a ring Oh yeah, that's crazy. That you can't. That you. Yeah, that's. That crazy. you have to auction off. That just means like we're moving players around too much. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, you wanted to say something about Gatorade? I assume, because he texted me yesterday. This is how the producer. Oh, this, this warranted a text. The producer of my podcast texted me yesterday during the game, and it was said actually after the game because. Sorry, it was. At 10.30, 10.25 p.m. For tomorrow's pod, so I don't forget, need to talk Gatorade. And I was like, okay, put it in the dock. Okay. I, I didn't have the dock. I didn't have the dock Do you, started. Is this yet. like, please remind me, remind me tomorrow of my take? So here I am, Travis. This better be a take of the century. Well, Gatorade. One, CBS, what are we doing? You have like a hundred some cameras there. Did you not say like, hey... At, towards the end, let's have a camera on the coach to get the Gatorade shower because they missed it. Clearly, they didn't. So they didn't broadcast it. That's what I'm saying. Clearly, they didn't have oh. a guy who was thinking. So about now you it. have people wondering: Did I win my bet? Did I lose my bet? Your dumb bet. No. And then Your it comes out. Bet. You dumped the blue Gatorade on him. Your team is red. Red is a Gatorade color that you can waste. You don't waste the blue Gatorade. Red isn't. I was if it's with cool you blue. If that. it's cool blue, it's wasteable. If it's the like dark blue, it, I always assumed it was like they have Gatorade on the sideline. They drink it. You're not supposed to like bring out a special Gatorade thing to be dumped on the coach. Yeah, I thought it was whatever was left over and like. The Gatorade Always weird to me that there's ice in it. I know that that, I guess, makes sense, but I've never put ice in Gatorade before, and so it's always... Have you ever made a giant vat of it before? Jungle juice? Yes, Travis, I've made jungle juice before. (laughs) And did you put ice in there? I also party. Did you put ice in there? No, you put ice in your cup. It leaves more room for the booze. But they're, they don't, they can't go over there and get a cup of ice. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying don't make, don't compare it. It's apples and oranges. But... Travis, I was with you until... The Gatorade color, I don't think that matters. But for the photo. as someone who wanted to see... For the photo? Um, yeah, I, I blue was and red. It's America. 
I was shocked that they didn't show it only because that is probably one of the most like favored uh, prop bets. So I, you know, it was poor choice, I would say, <laughs> but I disagree with you on the color. I mean, that I don't think matters. I feel like it was CBS's way of being like, yeah, sure. They let you bet on it. We don't have to show it to you. <laughs> like, you guys want to be this weird? You want to bet on Gatorade color? Cool. Find it somewhere else. But it is funny that when it's the Super Bowl, they like toss to every commercial with they tease with like up next the coin toss. And you're like, you're only doing that because, you know, people gambled on it. Like it's not because you need to let people know. Yeah, It's a thing that happens before the game. It's not like a moment that I'm like, oh, my God, the coin toss is next. I have to watch. But they know that people bet on it. Smart. It's so dumb. Did you see the story about the guy who tweeted out the practice rehearsal time of the anthem? And then people got really mad at him because it ended up, like, swinging Vegas. Yeah, the over-under, oh. I think, was at 2. And he tweeted that the rehearsal went, like, 2.19 or something with, like, a video of him recording the time. And so then people tried to jump on the over. And then I think they moved the line or whatever. And so then people were pissed at him, which I'm like, what? He's just giving... I've always said that bet is so dumb because if you know somebody who knows the person who's singing the anthem, you'd be like, how long is it? And then you can win money. I hope he put his bet in first before tweeting it out. I don't think he gambles. I think that was his whole point. He's I like, I know you guys like to do this, so here's the information that you need. Christina, do you have to leave us? Yes. Okay. Say yep, bye to everybody. Now it's my time to go. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Christina. She has to go um, save a puppy from a burning building, so we're letting her go. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Gambling on the national anthem, though, is one of my favorites because you have people like with their stopwatch at home trying to time it, even though your time isn't going to be what's official. Like Vegas is going to tell you the time. Yeah. Uh All those bets always seem weird to me. Like easily fixable. But that's that's why they cap it. I think I forget what the number is. Oh, you can't bet like a certain amount of money. I think the most you could bet on a lot of those is like a cup, like maybe five grand, which I mean, don't I mean, me, that me is wrong. a considerable amount of money. It's a lot, but in terms of Vegas, they cap it. So yeah, that, I guess so. Because, yeah. You, like the National Anthem, to. you could easily figure out if you if you know somebody. What, um, this says the National Anthem saw rave reviews. What was the... So it was um, Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. And going in, I think a lot of people were kind of wondering how these two people were going to fit. And it was one of the best national anthems that I've um, seen. Obviously, it wasn't. I missed it. It wasn't Whitney Houston. I don't think anything's mm. ever going to top Whitney, but it was right there. Roseanne. I think Roseanne's anthem is the best anthem of all time. Fergie. Fergie's another favorite. But it was just, uh, you know, and even. Ah! Oh, um, say that's Fergie. That's how Fergie did it. It's good. Is it pronounced her? She did America Beautiful. I think it is. Yeah. I well, first of all didn't know who she She's was, awesome. but she also so America Beautiful and National Anthem were. Which this podcast po- listeners of this podcast know John Lynch, who didn't he just get inducted into the Hall yeah. of Fame? Isn't he getting into the Hall of Fame? He uh, the he loves America the Beautiful. So I would be curious to know how he feels about her's rendition. It's weird. It's like her rendition or hers rendition. It's a weird. But both of those, um, hmm. they were they were great. Yeah. What about the halftime perform? Oh wait, we'll get to that. Wait, save it. Wait, 
Oh, I've got. We have thoughts. to say we have to do an ad at some point. I'm going to turn a light on because I'm suddenly yeah, in a you very dark like room in a bathroom. Disappearing. It's just it, we do the podcast at the time when the sun goes down, and it's so dark, and I'm, it just feels weird. Okay. You you just Be need back. a clap light is what you need. I know I really do. Um. What else? Uh, Sierra and Roger Goodell. I. I have no idea what they were talking Do about. Do have one little... What? She was wearing sunglasses. This bothers you? But here's why it bothers me. Typically, I'm all for it. Wear it every you want. But Sierra, we all know by now, sunglasses and masks don't go well. It fogs up. Yeah, but what I bet rich people have a different way of doing it. Like she's got like nice sunglasses that like default. First of all, the reason, the reason that that happens is because you're not pinching your mask onto your nose. Which, man, if I could go on a rant about all of the, even in some of the Super Bowl commercials, Super Bowl sidelines, all the different wrong ways people were wearing masks, it's infuriating. Like, we've been doing this long enough now, you should know exactly what the purpose of the mask is, and either wear it or don't, but you don't get credit for wearing it completely wrong. But I will say, like, I've got masks that have, like, the wiring. It it never stays to where it's, you could sure, wear sunglasses. Sure, sure. But you can't tell that pinching it. The problem is, if you're wear, even if you're wearing a mask right, your, your sunglasses have nowhere to sit. Then it, like, sits funny. So I'm with you on the take. But I will say, fogging up your glasses is because you're not closing off that hole. And if you don't close off the hole, then the mask, the purpose of the mask is defeated. Look at me having COVID, giving people <laughs> advice on how best to wear a mask. Um, but hey, me knowing how to wear it is how people won't get you it. You rarely leave, so you you've probably worn a mask the least of the people. I haven't that- worn <laughs> I haven't worn contact lenses uh, it, since quarantine started. I wear my glasses all the time, and when I go outside to walk Myrtle, I can't wear my glasses with my mask, so I just go blind. So I just you know take my glasses off and go for a walk. So I can't really see. I just see like blurs and shapes and stuff because it's not worth it to me to put in a contact lens to then take them out so I can play videos. See, I have to. I wake up and the first thing I do is put contacts in because if I'm going to lay down on the couch, I can't lay because then the glasses get messed up. Oh, yeah. See, I don't lay as much. Oh, if I'm on the couch, I always lay down. Oh, that's cool. You never sit up? I would say I probably 85 to 90 percent of the time I'm laying down on the couch. That would have, you can't get COVID then because you're not allowed to lay on your back. That messed me up a bunch of Wait, times. Wait, what? There was one night where Dan and I woke up in the middle of the night at separate times. I woke up and I tapped him and I was like, you're sleeping on your back. And he rolled over and then he woke up and was like, you're on your back and rolled me over. Your lungs, you can lay on your, you can lay on your side, you can lay on your stomach. Okay, you, so you when I'm on the couch, on I'm always laying, on your side? I'm pretty much always on my side. Okay. Then and then I, like, then my neck will get a little sore or whatever. So also, it's not, like, illegal to lay on your back. It's just bad for your lungs if they're affected by COVID. Learn something new every day. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. Learn something new every time you get COVID. I Googled, what do I do now? <laughs> when I found out I had it, I'm like, wait, so now what? Now, what am I supposed to do? Honestly, Dan got, Dan was like, um, when he went to take the test, he was like, do I have to, I should probably call the comedy club I was at and let them know that I might have it. And I was like, don't until you get your test results because you might start this firestorm of people it's thinking like that they shark. have it from yeah i'm like you got let just make sure you have it 
And I was like, honestly, I bet when you get your test results, you get a phone call from somebody who's like, here's what we need to do next. Like contact trace. That's how that works. He got his test results in an email. It was just attached. It was an attachment. And it was like the clinic, like the clinicians, it was a clinical paper. The way it was written, he was like, does this mean I have it? And even I had to look at it twice. And I was like, I think so. I think you have it. Then like four days later, two days later, he gets a phone call, a voicemail. And the person says, hi, I have your COVID test results. You tested negative. Have a good day. Or tested positive. positive. Have a good day. And hung up. And I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. They didn't identify themselves. He didn't give you his name. Didn't tell you to call anyone. No instructions. I'm over here like, I bet when you find out you have it, you're given a packet of instructions. And this guy was like, you have it later. And then hung up the phone. You thought Dr. Fauci's going to personally call you. No, I'm not a dummy. But I thought that they'd be like, hey, you have it. Where have you been? Where did you go? What are you? What's your lifestyle? Are you an essential worker? But they were like, no. And then like a week and a half into him being sick, somebody called and they were like, where'd you go? What'd you do? But it was all up to him to like call the people that he knows and be like, hi, I tested positive. You should quarantine. It's crazy. I really thought it would be, I don't know why I thought it would be handled better, but I really thought it would be handled by adults. Why am I talking about this again? I don't know. Me neither. Uh, oh, masks. I don't, whatever. Oh, Sierra that's right. Talked Sierra. To Roger Goodell. How many Roger, how many Sierra songs does Roger Goodell know? I say two tops. I'm going to say one. Goodies and one two-step. Yeah, okay, I'll go two. Yeah. But I bet he's watched a video on mute. Okay, we're going to get to the halftime show and the ads in a second. All right, that was weird, but it happened. So Dan Patrick, shout out to him. We love him very much. Uh, He's the best. Halftime show. Travis, I want to just kind of let you go. It was the weekend. It was only the weekend. He didn't bring out any special guests, which he, I guess, uh, in the, on the morning circuit, I don't know, said that he wasn't going to bring out any guests. He wanted it to be like being at one of his concerts. Travis, how do you feel about the weekend in general? Not the t- two days that come at the end of a work week, but the musician. If you need to know, this is what I tweeted. Uh, I didn't. When the second half, when the second quarter ended, I tweeted, if you need something to watch during halftime, E has Saved by the Bell on. Okay. They had been playing say by the bell all the weekend rest in peace <laughs> dustin diamond and oh that's right uh God, so i watched uh, sad. it was very very sad yeah so that. i watched say by the bell during halftime because i don't give two hoots about two hoots about the weekend why it made me want to have monday it, oh like, travis I, what I, a dumb take i couldn't name you one song of his katie travis he's got bangers i'm not i'm not saying that i haven't heard some of them probably on tiktok but I can't name you one song. So the I weekend? watched, and uh, I'll have you know, it was Zach and Kelly were off to Vegas to get married episode. <laughs> you did. And I forgot that Zach's parents were against it at the beginning. Why? Well, who's against their kid marrying they Kelly Kapowski? They were getting married uh, too quick and too young. They hadn't finished well, college, right. if, if you remember correctly. Probably, probably a very good point. Wait, they were showing Say by the Bell the college years? No, no, no. It was the wedding, four parts. I DVR'd the ones that I couldn't finish. Oh my God, your commitment to Save by the Bell is admirable, I, mean, I think. 
on Sunday morning I watched they I forgot that they went to Hawaii and saved Kelly's grandfather's hotel the, the Hawaiian mm. hideaway um, well, anyway, if it's okay with you, I'm going to talk about the weekend. Yeah, you can you show. can talk about it all you want. So, um, so I w- didn't love it while I was watching it, and then I saw Twitter being like, "Oh my god, I love it," which you know, what you Twitter can get did mad you at. see? Oh, I saw a lot of people saying like, "Anyone who says it's bad is just actually dumb." Oh, my Twitter. Which maybe was I was not seeing the people it. reacting to people saying it was bad. Here's the thing about about uh, halftime shows. They. The sound quality on them is always going to be garbage. It's about the spectacle and you need one big moment. So like, weirdly, Katy Perry's one big moment was Left Shark, uh, Left Shark which was make, being made fun of, but it still was like endearing. Lady Gaga dropped from the ceiling. Uh, Shakira and J-Lo, just the matchup of the two of them was amazing. Very butt-heavy content, which I'm into on a number of levels. Uh, wait, that didn't sound right, and I didn't mean that level. I don't. I wish I could go back and not say it, but I said it, and I have to just stand by it. But I just meant that, like, I appreciate them, and not just like sexually. There, but it doesn't matter. Um, like everybody's had like these these big these moments, these things that you can remember. So I believe. Because I like The weekend. I uh, used to listen to a lot of The weekend, not to, again, wade into these dangerous waters, but it, it, his music used to be very sexy music. It used to be like it would be on your baby-making playlist that you would make. Now he's kind of getting more into like bangers, like pop bangers, which I also love, all of them. Um, but a single-person concert of songs that, are kind of chill isn't gonna translate for me personally in a halftime show i like he needed one moment where he was like you know this song you love i'm gonna also do it with this person or you know this song you love i'm gonna do it dangling from the it was just too hard i guess for me to ignore that like they weren't even on the field, which I'm sure was because, and I didn't Google this, but I bet it's why, was because it takes a lot of workers to break down and build those stage, those stages that quickly. Um, one of the cool things about being at the Super Bowl, one of the negatives of being in person is the halftime show doesn't, it's not made for you. It's made for TV, so you miss a lot of it. But one of the cool things is you get to watch them build that stage and then break the stage down, and it's this, like, meticulous, well-rehearsed, like, thousands of people breaking this down and getting it off the field i bet because of covid they couldn't do that so they put him up in the stands or whatever by the by the jumbotron but it was just weird to have the beginning of him like start and it was like raymond james stadium and it was like well that doesn't really matter it's not really part of why we're here um and then the people in masks i understand again why but it was like i i missed the dancing i'm like i know that sounds really lame but like dancing is visually interesting and as a you know former dancer the people like playing instruments and like bopping to me was like yeah all right but i needed something that was like so that the music could be exactly what it was without having to do too much so it wasn't it for me but don't like come for me about it. I'm not mad at the weekend. I think he did exactly what he could with what he could work with. And I think his music is awesome. And I think that I would probably go to a concert if concerts are ever a thing we can do again. Um, 
And I bet it was very hard to do in a time of COVID when big performances aren't happening. To like rehearse a big performance was probably tough. Thought it was a good, it, was, it wasn't the best halftime show I've ever seen. I think everybody goes into it wanting this one to be the best one. It wasn't, but it was still good. It was fine. I think the biggest thing is lately you need like a couple acts that can go out there and perform together or some, you know, it's not just that one person. So you can pull in and it's not just him. Yeah. But like the Aerosmith, Britney Spears, Sync, that one always pops in my mind as like, remember how cool that was? How like crazy it was when you saw Aerosmith and then Britney Spears and then Sync came out and you were just like, oh my God, it's everybody. Like that was crazy. The element of surprise, I know it's stupid, but it's also just really fun. And I think it was smart of him to go out and say he wasn't going to have any surprises. Uh, it was stupid of me to not have read that he said that because I spent a lot of it going, who's coming out? Someone's coming out. He's going to bring someone out right here, which is not the way you want to enjoy a performance. And so I should have known that it was just going to be him, but I didn't. I feel like it'd almost so. be better if you just said, you know what? We're not going to have the halftime performance in the stadium. We're going to have it over here outside. Why? So that the mu- So then the audio for college one, has done that for one the audio will sound better and then you know it always though well yeah because i think you could have a better setup with speakers and yeah i guess but i don't know i think also it's just that i didn't know who the weekend was so like i just didn't care this year yeah, we're in past years cool. bruno mars or whoever else it's bruno been mars was my was my biggest surprise me li- liking his halftime show, I was I went into that prepared to be like, what in the world? And then I was like, this is fun. And I d- genuinely don't remember Like, why. they just need to put him on, like, every... F- I'd be okay with, like, every four years, Bruno just comes back. Yeah, he was good. Beyonce, there- too. Beyonce was great. Is there an artist that you would like? If Ooh. they were like, Katie, you get a pick this year. Pepsi no, calls you and was like, hey. Panicked. No, I would be too panicked because you have to pick somebody that appeals to it's, everybody. It's so hard. It, it's impossible. I think the last time we did this, somebody, we did like a draft. I picked Justin Bieber. This was years ago because I was like, well, he's a big artist. Enough people like him. And I bet he would do something cool. He covers but it's, I don't like ground. him. Yeah, I don't like listen to his music, but it would have been cool. So it's like you need to pick like Rihanna. It should be Rihanna, but I think she said she wouldn't do it. Like so. I know, like I love country, but a country artist will never work because they're just not they're to a specific your country, and that's it. Like it's not going to hit other yeah. you know f- music fans. Yeah, it's like Kendrick. You can't have Kendrick because people who don't like rap will not appreciate it in yeah. any way. So it's you got to pick somebody that has like mainstream like Taylor Swift. No, oh, I would, would sign up for T Swift good, every good day show. and twice on she Sundays. Would put a bunch of Easter eggs in it, and people would be like, "What does it all mean?" She's like a Marvel Cinematic Universe in and of herself. So that's a that those those would work. I had a Rihanna, I had a friend though when Madonna did the halftime show, he was one of the I don't even know what you want to call it the people that like were pulling her out onto the uh, field on her giant like egyptian like oh. he was like one of the front people like you could see him on tv oh. and like apparently they had him like bust in and like where they had him like a holding spot was just like hundreds of pizzas for them to like eat and then you go and do it and they then bust them out hmm that's fascinating so, yeah the year that the patriots beat the falcons in overtime 
I had to do the halftime hit during the broadcast of like, here's what people are tweeting about Lady Gaga. And if you'll remember, the Patriots were getting their butts kicked in the first half of that game. And so I was in a bad mood and I didn't watch the halftime show. And then I had to talk about it to millions of people. Uh, did that, then went to go to the game. And we were trying to go into the stadium. We got stopped by security and they like held us in this stairwell where they were like, you can't go out yet. We have a VIP coming down in the elevator. And it was Lady Gaga. And I was like, I'll take the stairs. How many stairs do I... I'm like, I, the game is happening. I need to go. I'm not going to attack Lady Gaga, I promise. I will not even look at her. I need to get up to where I can watch this game because it sounds like the Patriots are starting to come back. And so I, had to, I took the stairs. It wasn't a story worth telling. Ads. Now, Travis, I know you said you were worried that there weren't going to be any Clydesdales. But I was so excited for you when I saw Clydesdales. I was like, they're doing it? Oh, my God. Are they going to do a Bud Light ad with Clydesdales? That's such a cop-out. Like, I was getting all mad at Budweiser. And then, fun surprise, it was a Sam Adams commercial. I loved seeing them, but it's almost like I'm so, like, you know, hardcore, like, baseball fan where you don't, like, change where it's like, but they're supposed to be for Budweiser. I know, but that's why it was funny. But it was. And I like, wonder if they had come up with the idea before Budweiser said they weren't advertising. Because it wouldn't have been as funny, honestly. It, I paid attention to the commercial because I was like, Clydesdales? We were specifically told we weren't getting Clydesdales this year. And then it was your cousin from Boston. It was funny. So I approve of that one. Yeah, that was funny. Did you like any others? I thought overall it was a rather lackluster showing i'm going to give them a bit of benefit of the doubt that i'm assuming covid maybe made it a little hard but some of the creativity just wasn't there uh i added the the gwen and blake shelton one i enjoyed i didn't um i must have missed the setup so the payoff to me i was like why do we care so gwen is talking with adam levine and he's having issues hearing her she's breaking up and so what he, what she's saying is, I want someone from another country, blah, blah, blah. And he hears, I want somebody country. And so she goes on a blind date and he sends Blake Shelton, which obviously now they're together. And so... The yeah, t- right? They're dating. They might be even married. Well, I'll Google that one too. Yeah. So then how does this add but make it was, any sense? But it's like, that's how they, the joke is, that's how they met. And if she had, be- if they had better reception and if they had a certain mobile... T-Mobile. Then they wouldn't have been put together. That's a bad thing. That's the joke. If they had T-Mobile, they would never have been in love. Correct. But That's it's funny. That's an ad for not having T-Mobile. No, because then you'll you'll hear everything. Your calls won't get the services. Sure, bad. but then you'll get set up with a guy that you think you want, and it isn't the guy you want. But she could have been, I mean, who knows if That's they- a dumb, that can't possibly be the premise and of the And then Blake can, comes in walking with his cowboy boots and spurs on. And she's like, why would I want this? And then they date. Yeah, I loved it. And now they're maybe married. So don't get T-Mobile because you don't know what you want. That's what that is to me. (laughs) All right. It did feel like every ad, and maybe this has been this way for a couple years, it was just what celebrities can we get? To the point where there was an ad for something where they got a bunch of lookalikes to, and at first you were like, whoa, they got, uh, I don't even remember who it was. It was like uh, Sylvester Stallone and 
uh, Megan Fox, and I'm going to forget. And then at the end, it was Don Cheadle. But then the real Don Cheadle came in and was like, this is a lookalike. And then they showed all of the other ones were lookalikes. And I was like, that could be illegal. That uh, feels illegal. Well, I mean, they probably reached out to their representatives. and I don't know if that's how that works. I remember a couple of years ago, Kim Kardashian, I believe. I, I love doing stories from memory because Alleged- I know Camille allegedly. will point out that they're not the way it happened. But there was like an old Navy commercial that had a woman in it. And that the first few times you saw it, you were like, is that Kim Kardashian for old Navy? And then she, they sued. And I think they won because they used a Kim Kardashian lookalike. And they never said it was Kim Kardashian, but they never said it wasn't Kim Kardashian. Did they say Kim Kardashian? Did like someone? No. Oh. I just said that. I, I was trying it. to figure out what you were saying. They never said, like, Kim Kardashian for Old Navy, but they used a woman. Yeah, Kim Kardashian has settled a lawsuit against Old Navy claiming the clothing retailer violated her publicity rights by using a lookalike in an ad. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. So I think that's why at the end of this commercial they were like, these were not real, these weren't really celebrities. But you're right. It's just like, oh, what celebrity can we get? Let's put it in. That'll make it. Whereas a lot of times the best commercials have no celebrity in it. Yeah, I don't, or if they, if they get a celebrity, I want to go, oh, that's awesome. I understand why they got that person. But like, what was it, Tide that did the Jason Alexander sweatshirt? I was like, why Jason Alexander? Yeah, that was strange because I don't think a lot of people, like, know who he is. I just, my brain was like, well, they know who he is, but they, they he's not really relevant. My brain was like, who did they try to book for this? And how many steps did they go down? And how did they arrive at Jason Alexander? But again, I missed the beginning of the commercial, so they may have set it up better. But I just remember being like, why this celebrity? You want the celebrity cameo to be like, oh, that works. The only one I thought really almost were I mean, I, I didn't hate the Wayne's World Cardi B one just because I love Wayne's World and I loved the ads the way in Wayne's World. I was like, Nuprin, Little, Yellow different like then they did the product placement bit within wayne's world so i thought it was funny that they kind of owned that and then cardi b is just sweet and lovely um so i didn't hate that but i think drake's from state farm was kind of funny i just you hate it yeah i thought the way he like menacingly ate an apple in the guy's face and the way the guy was like uh like a like a good name like he got scared a little bit of him was kind of funny like and I just, Paul Rudd being Patrick Mahomes was. I'm just not a big like Drake person. Me neither. But I mean, he's. But I, I don't. I don't. I like I'm still not over music. them. Like I like the old Jake from State Farm when like with the khakis commercial and the wife thinks he's cheating on her. Yeah, that was funny. That was really funny. Well, he sounds. She sounds hideous. Well, That's he's right. a guy. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're right. Are we just going to say other old commercials that we liked? or Just for that one. How did you feel about the Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and Shaggy commercial? Is <laughs> a sentence I'm saying in 2021. All I, I don't remember. I remember seeing Shaggy, and I don't remember any, like, Ashton. She was eating Cheetos, and he was catching her in various situations, and she was claiming that it wasn't her eating the Cheetos, but there was Cheeto dust all over her face. Oh, I, I didn't see that. And Shaggy saying it wasn't me it sounds but at the beginning ashton kutcher was playing the role of shaggy before we knew that they got shaggy which i don't even think is a get 
but congrats to Shaggy for securing a bag. Um, but Ashton Kutcher was like doing the Shaggy accent. It, it was, it was like, who advised this? Just do it in your regular Ashton Kutcher voice. This feels like a poor choice. On paper, it actually sounds good. I will oh. have to go back and watch well, it. Well, actually, you know what? Can you watch it right now? Yeah, we can do it. Out loud? Just for you. Thanks. Well, it's for the podcast, so it's your job. Um, there was a five-second ad for Reddit that I thought was great um, that they I just read about. They like came up with the idea in the last week because everybody was talking about Reddit with the GameStop stuff, and so they put out this five-second ad that was basically like, hey, oh, sorry, go ahead. Just tell him it was you. But I caught you at the counter. Wasn't me. Okay, I like it. So you snuck it on the sofa? Racking up. You even had him in the shower. It wasn't me. Yes. I even caught you on camera. Yes, I like that. You do? Yes. Wait, Shaggy didn't even come out yet. Because he was just sitting like... You have to keep watching it. No, hold on. He's about to do... You have... Travis, continue to watch the ad. I don't know what we have with frights and airing commercials and... It's a commercial! They it's don't... a free ad. Okay, you can edit out the you listening to the ad if we don't have the rights to it. But please share your thoughts. It's brilliant. The only thing I would maybe change is him. Brilliant? Not- don't you dare come on this podcast. You can't ask me my thoughts and then cut me off. Bri- brilliant? You're right. You have a point. But brilliant? Let's not throw that word around about a Cheetos commercial. Why can't I? It's okay, to, like it you brought something that the, a lot of the people that are watching... That was a one-hit wonder when we were growing up. So that is he a one-hit wonder? Two-hit? I don't know. You keep talking. But it whisks you back to when you're younger. It's funny. It's got Ashton Kutcher in it. Like, what's not to like? And also Cheetos. Everyone knows that it. You get the residue on the fingers. The only yeah, thing I would have been—they've been playing that tune for a while. The only thing I would have changed is him just doing. The, Trying to do the Shaggy voice. But it's better than any of the Cheetos commercials that are running right now. Well, that's not saying much. I like it. I don't think he was a one-hit wonder. Two hits. No, I think he had a couple hits. How many did he have? Either way. I don't know. I don't want to look into it any further. Because you said that was brilliant. How did you feel about the Oatly commercial? I didn't really care for it. Did you see it? I remember seeing it. If you saw it, you would have much stronger opinions than that. I can tell you your opinion. You absolutely hate it. You think it's stupid. You think that guy has too much money and nobody wanted to tell him no. The Oatly CEO, the commercial was just him singing a terrible song about how Oatly is milk made for humans. It's like milk, but it's made for humans and there's no cows. No cows at all. It's milk made for humans. It was like a terrible song in the middle of a field with this guy you've never met and will never meet. 
And then they were, I was like, they're in on that. They're in on, they know this is terrible. They're, they must have forced this guy to do this. He definitely didn't want to. Or maybe he, wa- I don't know if he wanted to. But I do know that their goal was to be like, we didn't get any famous people. We are an oat milk. We are a weird company. So we're going to make a weird ad. And I guess that Oatly is selling commercials that are like, I hated that Oatly commercial. And they started selling them right away. So they knew this was coming. And it was like, tre- it was number one or number two trending on Twitter. So it's, I think it works. That was, yeah, I agree. That was probably their goal was we just need to get trending. It doesn't matter if people like it or hate it. Yeah. We just need people but to mention it, our brand. Which to me isn't true, right? Like, because I now know about Oatly, but I'm still not going to drink leftover oatmeal juice. Like, I'm, when I eat oatmeal, I don't like it to be watery. And when it's watery, I dump the water out after. I would never drink it. And to me, that's what oat milk is. And this commercial didn't convince me otherwise. I don't drink milk, but I don't, I'm not going to drink oatly. I don't think. I don't I'll drink, drink milk. almond milk first. I don't, which I don't understand oatmeal. what that is either. Milk All for right, me is for cereal. It. Yeah. And other coffee. cooking. Other cooking? Well, yeah, like you pour a little milk in your eggs. You know, you should use water. It actually makes them creamier. Water? Because it like something about breaking down the proteins. I don't know. I, I just will, know that if you put I'll a little a f- bit of cold water in your scrambled eggs instead of milk, they come out fluffier. I will do a full Google search later. Okay. I just you need should. a second I opinion. Trust Bobby but verify. Yeah, sure. That, since when has that been your motto? I always operate under trust but verify. If you tell me something, I will trust it, but I'm going to verify it. Okay. I think that's enough unless there was anything else Super Bowl related you wanted to talk about because I'm getting lightheaded, which is usually a sign that it's going to be time for me to take a napski. Do you have any other ads that we didn't talk about? Nope. No. Okay. Well, we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, okay, let's play our last voicemail. That's my job, isn't it? Yep. Well, then you're going to have to give me a second. One, one thousand. Hey. Hey, uh, Katie, Travis, and Christina. Um, just calling because I spent months working on something, and I just found out today that I failed horribly on it. So I was just asking y'all if y'all had any advice after you failed horribly at something and you just want to get over it, but the depression's kind of hitting you. I don't know. I want to do it my way, but... I feel like other people's advice would be better, and I just wanted to ask you guys. So, if y'all could leave any advice, that'd be great. Thanks, love y'all, mean it. Bye. I don't want to hit you right away with another failure, but I don't know your name, <laughs> and so I feel like it's you gonna be hard us. to speak to you personally. But, um, person, uh. Without knowing what this thing is or what the scope of this failure is, it's also hard to offer specific advice. But for me, um, hearing you say, I just want to do it my way, sounds like you know your way is probably not the best way. But I will say, forgive yourself for wanting to just do whatever that is, as long as it's not harmful to you or to anybody around you. If it's like play video games for a whole day and throw away responsibility, like acknowledge that that's going to make you feel a little bit better and do it. But you've got to also pair it with a thing that sounds like work and sounds annoying, but it actually will end up making you feel a lot better. Making sure that whatever you failed at, you learned from. Like the thing I was always forgetting to do when I would make mistakes, 
And the reason I was so afraid of failing, because I felt like failure was an end. But you got to look at failure as the beginning. It's the next. Now you know that that you spent all that time working on it. And in whatever way it failed. So look at it. And why did it fail? And make sure that that way you won't make that mistake again so that you can grow from it. And if you have to do that type of thing again, you can do it different. Or even if you have to do that type of thing never again, you can still learn from what you messed. Maybe what you messed up on was spending so much time working on it. I don't know because, again, I don't know what the thing is. But you can learn something from it, whether it's, you know, don't spend so much time on this part or, you know, make sure I know more about the thing before I do it or whatever it is, just learn the lesson from it. And that way it you'll stop looking at the failure as the bad thing and you'll start looking at it as like, oh, that sucked because obviously it sucked and will have repercussions in your life. But at least you it taught you this and this is really valuable and you can take it with you moving forward. That's the surefire way for me to get over a failure. And you don't, you might not be ready to do it yet. You might just want to feel bad for yourself for a little and you can, but set yourself a time limit. And then when you hit that time limit, stop feeling bad for yourself and start fixing it so that you can actually in the long run feel better about this quote unquote failure, which I bet I don't know, but I was going to say, I bet isn't as big of a deal as it feels because everything that happens that's bad feels huge at first. And the further you get away from it, the smaller it'll be. Well, it's like, you know, your highs aren't as as high as you think they are and your lows aren't as low. I think, like you said, just don't repeat. If you repeat the failure, the mistake, that's when you've truly have messed up. Learn from it. Take a step back and look at it from the totality because sometimes you're so close that you don't see everything yeah that's a good point sometimes you're so close to it and you're so in the details that you don't like you're you're in the forest you need to step back and take a look and you know listen another maybe listen to some people it might it's not fun to ask them their advice but yeah ask people whose opinions you respect what they think of it and tell them they're allowed to be honest because honest feedback is like as I'm getting older, maybe it's just my line of work, but it's very hard to find helpful and honest feedback that you can trust, that you know isn't like, oh, you're giving me this advice because it helps you, it benefits your interests, or you're telling me that you felt this way about it because you think that's what I need to hear. Like, I, I don't mind somebody hurting my feelings by being honest if they're being completely honest with me. Because then I'm like, okay, it's something I definitely needed to hear. It's something you would have said about me behind my back. It's helpful for me to know it so I can move forward and learn from it or, like, understand that that's my per- the perception of me so that I can f- work to fix that. But if people aren't giving you feedback that you can trust, then you're like, well, I don't know how to fix it. And I don't want to fix it. I want to play video games. So, like, seek out as much feedback as you can on the quote-unquote failure and that might help you gain perspective on it and try to not get defensive when people tell you things about it obviously defend yourself but don't get too defensive just be like hey I did this didn't come out how I wanted it to and I know how much effort I put into it nobody telling me that it's bad is going to remove the effort that I put into it let's just make sure the next time I put this much effort into something I'm putting it into the right parts so that it succeeds instead of fails because my effort and my time is valuable and also, did he say that he wants to do it his way, which tells me he knows what needs to be done? Yeah, probably. Because, look, everything always makes you seem like 
getting over failure is work. And it is, but it's work that when you're doing it, it you're like, oh, it's actively making me feel better. It's the thinking about it. Anything that your brain is like, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that. The answer is always to look at it because you're going to look at it and you're either going to find out that it's not that big of a deal or you do know the answer or you look at it and you're like, oh my God, I can see so obviously where I messed up now. We don't want to see that because we don't want to admit it to ourselves. But if you can't admit it to yourself, then you're not going to grow from it. You're not going to learn the lesson it's trying to teach you. So when you're ready emotion, emotionally or mentally or physically, look at it and be like, what, where'd it go wrong? And then don't yell at yourself for where it went wrong. Tell your, like, familiarize yourself with it so that you won't go wrong that way next time. You're not going to be able to change it. That's why we don't like looking back at stuff because you're like, I know exactly where I went wrong and if only I could have changed this one thing. Instead, be like, oh, that's the mistake. Well, that was stupid of me. If I knew your name, I would be like, Katie, that was very dumb. Like, that's what I say to myself. Katie, that was stupid. But... Don't do it again. Now you get, now you have the cheat codes. Now the next time you do something similar, you know exactly what you would have changed if you could, but you can't. You can change the future, so you won't do it again. But again, video games and anything that isn't harmful to anyone around you or yourself, you have my permission to do for like a day. It's like after a loss, 24 hours the next day. Yeah, feel sad. But you, nobody wants to be the person that still feels bad for themselves for like three weeks because then you get into a point where you start making excuses. If you haven't showered in a week, then we need to... That's not, again, That's if that's your thing, it doesn't harm you or it doesn't harm anybody around mm-hmm. you, you don't have to shower. It doesn't shower. harm anybody around you because nobody in this apartment mm-hmm. can smell anything. So it doesn't yeah, actually matter. but you can matter. smell yourself. My vow, no, I couldn't. My vow was that I would shower before I fully gained my sense of smell back so that I wouldn't have to know how bad I let it get. Well, that's, if you can't. And it wasn't a failure. But if you you can't smell, then sure. But if you have the ability to smell, then shower. Sure. Or, but just, you know what? Just don't let him shame you into showering. Shower. Again, take care of yourself means doing the work, but also letting yourself off the hook from doing the work all the time when you just need to take a break. And Travis really wants you to shower. I don't know why it's such a big deal to him, but it seems to really matter. So that is it for this week's uh, edition of sports. I was just going to say first edition, but then I realized I didn't book anybody yet for the for the interview, but I can I'll do it today. Um, shout out to Indeed, Brooklyn, and Full Sail University. Shout out to PJ Vote. Go listen to Reply All. That's his podcast. It's very popular. It's very funny. It's really great. He just doesn't know anything about sports, but he knows everything about everything else. So shout out to him for kind of answering his phone or at least calling me back. Uh, shout out to the First Take, Her Take podcast. That's all. I guess you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. First take, her take. And a big thanks to you guys for listening now and again uh, later on a different streaming service. Like um, do one Spotify and then one Apple Podcasts. And shower too. And Travis, again, needs you to shower. And I'm going to say if you feel like it. Or you could always leave us, oh my God, a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm laughing because I checked the Reddit for the first time in a while right before I did this podcast and someone made a post of like, hey, there's no pod this week. So here's what their pod would have been. And it was actually a very funny, perfect rundown of what our podcast would have been. And the uh, review section, they were like, I'm Katie. This is where Katie's going to read an ad uh, review that she definitely isn't pulling just right now. And I laughed at that. And then here I am at the part where I read a review, doing it. 
Let's just read the first one. I'm going to do exactly what it says. I'm going to back myself into a corner. Uh, like this one, which we read, by the way, and we love them. Like this one from Yeah Yeah 1020 uh, that says, One of the reasons I love the show is it takes the things I love about sports and makes it so much more. For example, they bring up a topic simply like the COVID-sniffing dogs and then proceed to talk for the next 20 minutes about how they hate that they can't pet the dogs. I've been listening... Uh, out for the last two and a half years and even though there's been changes not by their choice it is always great content to listen to hell yeah i picked an actually awesome review off top of my head now i want to go back and read all these reviews um and lastly don't forget that you can always love us a voicemail i love us a voicemail at 860506. I wish you guys could see how uncomfortable Travis gets every time we get to this part, but you can't. Most of his contributions to this podcast are not audio content, and for that I'm very sorry. And maybe someday we'll start putting out a video because Travis no, just I don't want a video put things, out of us, but though. he doesn't say anything, and it sounds to you guys like I'm being weird to silence. But I've got a very expressive audience over here in the Zoom. The number is 860-506-5571, and I know that because it's written here in front of me. Uh, Christina already said goodbye. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Love you. Mean it.